1: Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. This is the win streak edition.
0: The fucking what?
1: The win streak edition. Yeah, that's right. Ducks are on a two game win streak and i know that like you really kind of don't count up win streak until it gets to three but we may not get there this season so we're taking
0: <laughs> when, our when you're the high th- ducks you're gonna count two in a row as a win streak uh,
1: especially after it's a seven game losing streak like y- you have to take that you have yeah, to. yeah
0: exactly so. not to not to hinder on the parade already not to be that guy but none of them have been in regulation no wins in regulation.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was which overtime. Is interesting. It was, sh-
0: it was an overtime, and then it was a shootout. Yeah, which I mean, so like, if we're either to way, overtime like, or, or I guess if we're headed to overtime for any games coming up, get excited because yeah,
1: we're three and one in overtime. <laughs> we're looking like we're gonna win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's uh, yeah, looking looking pretty good there. Before we get into some games though, I know we got a lot to talk about on this episode, but I just have to bring it up because I saw it on Twitter tonight is Love Is Blind night. <laughs> and uh, I, I hear that. So I hear that you have uh, other commitments. So we, we might have to run this episode a little short. Is that what's Yeah, it might going be. Yeah,
0: it might be pretty short. No, actually, girlfriend's <laughs> sleeping right now. She's probably just resting up for Love is Blind tonight. Uh, um, gotcha. But uh, yeah, that'll definitely be going on. So it's it's definitely one of like more her shows. But it's one of those mm. shows where you're like, you know, you're with your partner and you just kind of get dragged into it like, Unintentionally, but like you still enjoy it in a way, right? Yeah, so like, like you're just like, it's kinda, not something I would normally sit yeah. down to watch, but you're just there, so you're like, you're seeing everything, and then like you make a comment about it, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm apparently invested in this now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you're you're like doing something in the kitchen and then like you hear like what one of the contestants say and you're like, What? That's stupid. And then yeah. like it shows you all the drama that happened, and you're like, This guy, this guy sucks. And then you just like yeah. are invested in
0: it from there. So Yeah, exactly. I, I get it. Yeah. So I, un- unfortunately, I think uh Andor tonight is gonna be like well <laughs> after Love is Blind. So but as much priorities. as I want it to be the first thing, because I'm like, you know, Love is Blind, like well like like it's 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 their kind of thing, but like Andor is like a. I don't want to get spoiled like on, on top of it, yeah. I don't want to get spoiled on Twitter for yeah. it, basically. So
1: I, I don't know. There, I'm pretty sure there's like a love is blind part of Twitter, so like your girlfriend could get spoiled.
0: I'm sure the, there is, and yeah, if but, mind you, she's not on Twitter enough. For yeah, that's it, fair. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see here.
1: Yeah, so. I I just wanted to bring it up because that <laughs> that was one thing that came out of the pandemic is my girlfriend and I got really into like reality TV shows. Just because like, I I don't know, you like powered through all the other stuff. So you're like, okay, well, or like you would watch like super intense drama and then the world sucks at the same time. So you're like, I just need something that like makes me feel better about my life. Let's watch how bad other people are at life and then just laugh at them. Um, So yeah, it's uh, I I, we're not caught up on it yet because we just kind of throw it on as background noise when we're like making dinner or just like hanging out in the evening on scrolling on our phones or whatever. But it's uh, it's interesting for sure.
0: There's not too much reality TV show, I guess, that I like actively have watched. I've watched the entirety of uh, what is it? Meet the Meet the Barkers, I think it is. Okay. Um, which is uh, which was like two thousand four, two thousand five. Like the episodes were up on YouTube, so I went back and watched them. Oh, yeah. um, that's with like Travis Barker and his then. Oh, wife, that makes sense. And,
1: yeah. I was thinking so, Cam Barker, like, no. legendary junior player. And then, wasn't uh, wasn't there a game show host? Like, oh, Bob Barker? Uh, Price yeah, is Bob right, Parker. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say Wheel of Fortune, but I knew that was wrong. So I was like, is, does Bob Barker um, have his own? Like, <laughs> Yeah,
0: what's the... Oh, Too Hot to Handle is the one that I got into mm, the mm-hmm. pandemic, though, for, like, those Netflix ones. Yeah. Um, a really fun one that I enjoyed, though, actually, was The Ring, I think is what it's called. No. Oh my god! I gotta double check what this thing is called. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure that one's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror hope, movie. I I hope it's not simple. reality.
0: <laughs> uh, Netflix Ring. Uh, reality show. Uh, oh, The Circle. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> these are <were> close. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that, so, that one's
1: actually really good. That's actually yeah, that, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, one.
0: that one's yeah. fun. So because it's uh, if you don't know the premise of it, it's basically like you create a like, everybody lives in this apartment building, but nobody actually sees each other, and you communicate through essentially, like, a like a, a Twitter page, uh, yeah. but that's just for people that are in this apartment, so, like, you can go as yourself and try to be you, or you can have fun with it, and, like, catfish people essentially yeah um and like you're you're trying not t- you're trying to like form bonds through social media essentially and uh not get eliminated and kicked out of the apartment yeah you know? it,
1: it's kind of like a, a commentary on popularity like online yeah. popularity the first season i thought was actually like really wholesome i was like like was really good, rooting yeah, for good. all but like but then the like people the, and yeah. yeah yeah and
0: then like the second season everyone knows like kind of what like they want to do going into it because you've been able to watch a season beforehand and mm-hmm. stuff like that
2: so it was
1: more strategic and cutthroat yeah. and like it, it was still good but like the first one was just like a nice like commentary uh, i guess on society and now now it's just kind of fun but i still enjoy it so
0: yeah so i okay. think like those are the couple of like reality yeah. shows i guess i've kind of gotten mm-hmm. into like that's not like uh, you know like a like a master chef or something i don't is that considered reality tv i guess
1: uh, yeah I guess but okay, it's not case, it's not I've like watched- your typical it's more like a a lifestyle yeah. not nah, like well game show it's a, it's a game show I tell that one
0: in a way yeah, yeah the, the
1: circle like, kind of walks the line of like game show and reality but like love is blind too hot to handle or like
0: yeah reality my, m- my mom was big into reality tv i remember when i was a kid of like like on tlc it was like a wedding story a baby story john and kate plus eight like, oh that's what ingrained those yeah. shows are in my head because i was probably like six or seven when she's watching those shows yeah <laughs> so yeah that's but fair, uh so. yeah, like, th- yeah like those are the ones that i know like my mom was heavily into or that or like uh i know my dad like not saying that i don't but like uh like my dad's like a big fan of like pawn stars or um Oh yeah, or uh, what's it? Was it Counting Cars? I think like all the like Las Vegas based shows, basically. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah. was fun because when we were in Vegas uh, a few years ago, we did like a tour of a bunch of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to go to like the like Count's Customs and like oh, see nice. their shop and all and like a bunch yeah. of the cars that they had there. Uh, there's the one that's like where they build like these crazy fish tanks for people. I forget what that show's called, but we got to check that mm-hmm. out. Um, that
1: would be really cool because all those ones are like somewhat educational shows, like Pawn Stars. Yeah. As, as stupid as it can be, sometimes times like th- sometimes you get like really cool shit brought into there, and then they like tell you the history of it, and you're like, "Damn, that's actually like really cool." Same with like some but, of the car ones too. Like,
0: yeah, but but most of the time, like like the like the tour ends at the pawn shop. Oh yeah. And like honestly, we have pawn shops here in Lethbridge that are bigger. Like it's not a very big mm-hmm. place. So, like, like that shot of, like, walking through the door, that is the entire place. Though. Oh, wow. There's not much. <laughs> that's that's so, wild, yeah. But, uh, the one, though, that was big for me was for Pawn Stars, whenever they bring in somebody to, like, check out an old toy or that kind of thing, mm-hmm. we got to go to the store of, like, that, owner i guess oh yeah uh, or that expert and
1: i've got a friend that he goes to anytime yeah toys yeah
0: and uh so that one actually was uh at the end of fremont street so when my family and i normally go to vegas we'll normally stay on like the old vegas strip fremont street there Mm -hmm. and so this was at the end of it so like got to check the place out but then you got to hit the next stop on the tour kind of thing but just because it was Basically, like a block and a half down from my hotel. I went back to it after just on my own oh, and nice. literally spent like two hours in that place. But then, like, even then, though, there was toys that I was looking at, like Star Wars figures, especially mm-hmm. that I was like, I think I still have that at home. And it's sitting here on op- like opened for like 40 American or something. I'm like, I-, I better have that at home kind of thing. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, one, one quick question before we get into these Ducks games here. If you yes. were on the circle, who would you go on as? Or would you go on as yourself or as somebody else? And if somebody else, who?
0: I want to say I'd go as myself, but we know me and I like to be a shit-disturber sometimes, so I would definitely catfish.
1: Yeah, who, who would you catfish as?
0: Oh, I don't know, like some blonde model. I think. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> you'd be you'd be one of those guys that, that goes in as the opposite gender and is yeah, like I think so. Trying to talk about like you know women's events with women and yeah, um, and like hitting on other dudes as a girl who may just, or may not a, also be a dude or a just girl. A mess like, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I what think about if I you? would you do?
1: If I think if I was to do it, I. Honestly, I would want to go on as you just to like see if I could like, <laughs> like embody you for like I don't know how long the show is, but like a couple weeks,
0: and then this season comes out, and I'm just watching. It. I'm just like, I wouldn't fucking say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just just turn to my girlfriend. He's gonna be out in a week here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just whole, think it'd be fun. whole time has been hanging so. out in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, like hanging. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, just like. Not not because I wouldn't want to go on as myself, but like just to prove that I could go on as
0: as anybody, somebody else. Yeah, Because
1: yeah. I think it'd be fun. It's like a like role playing in a way, you know, yeah, or like just, like Halloween dressing up in a costume, but yeah. I'm going as you instead of Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. The Halloween's better instead of the role playing. I'm like, it's not, yeah. it's not the kinky kind. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um,
1: you you wouldn't want to go in as Trevor Zegris?
0: I mean, that'd be fun
1: that' would be interesting, you know, yeah, go on as a ducks player, ryan gets laugh maybe I could do be, be like circle daddy <laughs> yeah
0: I, I could I could definitely do Getsy, I think yeah you just, just talk about your chickens,
1: yeah that and how and like, it, like it's what it was like to thing. play hockey yeah. yeah
0: like how it's not, like it's like like when somebody messages you oh hey what are you doing? not much just shaving my head right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they have them like in every room like they're in the like they're in the bathroom like at the sink but i think they're also in the showers yeah so like you like basically you it is with you at all times these crazy Mm -hmm. screens so
1: yeah yeah anyways um i
0: I guess guess we can get into ring at first (laughs) yeah the
1: ring that's funny (laughs) (laughs) is
2: Um, that a reality show
1: (laughs) no i I really hope not (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's uh, get into these couple of Ducks games here. We're going to talk Leafs and the Sharks, so a couple of wins, which it's been a long time since we've had two games and two wins to talk about on here. Yeah. So, but let's do it. So, the first one, Sunday evening after we had recorded our episode, so that's why it wasn't on there. Uh Ducks played the Maple Leafs and in a spectacular comeback fashion took it four three in overtime. Which was very cool.
0: Very, very cool. Yeah. I don't normally watch Steve Dangles LFRs. Like I love the podcast and everything mm-hmm. like that. I just don't normally watch the, the LFRs. Was it worth but it? I have it saved. I was trying oh, okay. I was gonna watch it before we started, but mm-hmm. uh I just didn't have the didn't have the time, but that's fair. Yeah, because I had it from, saved too. From everything, it, I, I also I'd,
1: wanted to watch it. But.
0: From everything I've gathered, I think we broke the man. <laughs> oh, like, probably not. Not a not David Ayers level. Like when uh, Carolina had you know like the Zamboni driver as an emergency backup kind of thing. But um, yeah, it it sounds like we broke him. So, but I did hmm. listen to the following like uh, podcast uh, after the game, though. And they went into it hard, like oh, I bet forty five to an hour. I'd say just on like just on the, this game. Well, like on the game and like the re like kind of like branching out from it though, and basically like okay, like they, they basically came to the conclusion of like he's like Brennan Shanahan has to go, <laughs> like <laughs> their president. So because it's like okay, <laughs> wow. like you can get up to do this. but and like Keith, he just got in here, uh, like a bunch of these. Guys, like are still like playing fine, kind of thing, right? But everything leads back to Brendan Shanahan, essentially. So, um which also, speaking of Sheldon Keith, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going everywhere here. Uh John That's Tortorella got quoted today, though, because somebody in Toronto media brought Sheldon Keith's kind of being on the hot seat up uh, oh, okay. to Tortorella, and Tortorella is just basically like, like you media guys, like just gotta like stop. He's a good coach, and, like, you guys are just looking for a story, basically, and, like, kind of back Sheldon Keefe up, and I'm like, okay, we might not agree on player tactics, I guess, with John Tortorella, but other than that, though, I agree with a lot of with John Tortorella, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I read that, and I'm just like, like, at first I read it, it was uh, uh Luke Fox on Sportsnet, but I didn't, like, see what the, the header was, like, who had posted it. Right. And I just kind of read it. I'm like, that reads like a Tortorella quote. Like, that, that's pretty good. And I was like, oh, look, Luke, Luke Fox. And then, like, the next tweet in the thread is like, yeah, here's the article. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. He actually said that. <laughs> I'm like, damn. All right. Good for torts.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think Anaheim get is getting kind of the credit for absolutely collapsing the Leafs front office and fan base. But in reality, oh, it's man. kind of the whole road trip because they, on their five-game oh, road trip that started in Winnipeg, 1-2-2. Two, and two. They beat Winnipeg, which, hot start, Ooh. that's good for them. Uh, lost to Vegas, 3-1. Okay, it happens. Vegas is having a good year. But then, going winless in California in this climate is not what you want to do. <laughs> losing in overtime to San Jose, 4-3. Losing to the Kings, 4-2. I mean, they're an okay team as well. Um, and then, the next night, losing to Anaheim in 4-3. After being up it was 3-1 at one point, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. I think it was, yeah. it was enough 3-1 headed into the third.
1: I think so. Um, it was... Oh, no, they they came back in the San Jose game, but then... Um, or Oh, sorry, it was 2-1 headed head into 1. the third. Okay, okay
0: yeah. 2-1. Yeah, because the second period was scoreless, and the third period is where Maple Leafs got up 3-1. And then mm-hmm.
1: oh on that shorthand goal. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't watch the highlights of this one. So it's been a few days. Um, I don't quite remember what happened, but it's coming back now. So
0: I just remember turning on the like the radio broadcast. I was going to pick up Chinese for uh we were having like a family dinner and I was like, oh, okay, like I'll listen to the ducks game as uh, as I'm as I'm driving there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like 30 seconds, minute in max kind of thing. The Toronto Maple Leafs have scored on their power play, and I'm like, "Huh? No shit." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and they're just like describing, like they're describing it of like Austin Matthews walking into the slot, basically, right? Mm -hmm. Like untouched, and I'm like, "Yeah, this sounds pretty accurate." Like, not that I'm, you know, not believing the Anaheim announcers or anything like that, but I'm just like, "Sounds pretty accurate." And then I watched the highlight pack after again, and I was like. Yeah, that's like kid you not, they literally let him walk in mm-hmm. there. Like the guy untouched, get, uncontested,
1: like, the got guy the straight shot up, off. Yeah.
0: Like Austin Matthews straight up could have walked into the spot that he was and then gone, you know what? I think I want a uh a, a hot dog and a and a coke up from uh from the concession there. Could have left the ice, gone back up, gotten that, come back down, ate it on the ice, finished it off right you know tosses the tosses the garbage over to Sheldon Keith on the bench or whoever's there and uh, and then gone yep pass it here gotten the pass and still scored He would, would have been that wide open <laughs> had yeah that much time and space like Jesus Christ <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I mean you're exaggerating, but you're also not exaggerating, <laughs> right? Like it's It's giving so it's much insane. time. Yeah. Way too much. Way too much. I just wanted um, to
0: paint a vivid picture, picture for everybody.
1: It was beautiful. Thank you for doing that. This, uh, I, I really want to talk about Trevor Zegers. I'm kind of jumping around our, our outline here, but yeah, I think funny. this honest, like, we know that Zegers is good. We know that he's an elite player, but I think that this game in particular, for me, at least was the first time I can think of, Zegris being like that game-changing elite player for the Ducks, <clears> right? Like where he like not like single-handedly won us the game, but like if not for him, this this wouldn't have happened. Like he he put the team on his back in this scenario, along with John Gibson, who we'll touch on later, and said, "No, we're winning this game, and I am going to do it." And with two goals, he got he got the overtime winner, and what was the other one? I feel like it was the it tying goal. Was the goal.
0: tying goal? I think, yeah. Uh
1: oh no, our. <laughs> Uh, Kulikov got the tying goal. Zegris oh right, that's a 3-2 goal. Yeah, yeah. Zgris got the 3-2 the one after the...
0: To get the, to get the comeback goal. started, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, so, that, oh
1: yes, that was the sick, um, like... No, no, what was, the, what was the one where he went backhand top shelf that, like, they showed him that, oh, he does this in practice all the time. That was the overtime winner, right?
0: Uh... Or was that the overtime winner was was him kind of being like kept out to the uh to the outside? I think it was that first, it was that first goal, yeah.
1: Yeah, it says it says here the three two was the back end, so yes, that was his and that was a sick goal, like that fired it was nice,
0: yeah. So, um, but yeah, okay, so 22 minutes and 42 seconds for Trevor Zegers, again, including overtime, but like Mm -hmm. the guy put in some work that night, it's top line minutes, two goals on three shots, Mm -hmm. like three shots on goal, not three attempts, three shots, um. And uh, at the faceoff dot also, man, the guy was good. Seven wins, one loss. Not bad, not bad that, at all. That is that is some pretty damn good numbers. Yeah. Uh, if if uh, if I know anything about hockey, yeah, a faceoff percentage of eighty eight percent. I don't care it's that like it's that. just one yeah. game. That is ridiculous. That's
1: hard to do <laughs> in one game, though.
0: That is Still. very like, hard to do. Like aside from um, when
1: you take one faceoff and win it and end up with a hundred percent, like. Anything else is like damn impressive. If you're like not like besides fifty percent, like fifty percent is is pretty standard, plus or minus a little bit. If you're more than sixty percent, that looks good. If you're eighty eight percent in a single game, that's phenomenal. That rarely happens.
0: Um, I'm taking a look here. Okay, the next the guy who took uh, the next highest amount of face offs. um, Lindström took ten. He went one for ten okay um and strome definitely took a shit ton of face-offs uh mm-hmm. 19 there he went nine for 19 mm-hmm. so yeah yes. so seven for, so seven yes for eight it, he just had less than strome especially mm-hmm. right being that second line uh center now yeah. i guess at this point mm-hmm. um but yeah going like seven for eight god damn yeah it's pretty good. God damn
1: boy <laughs> uh, let's talk about John Gibson here because you got uh, some fancy stats for us and uh, and he and just by the eye test too he looked great phenomenal save in overtime and everything
0: yeah this guy is another like Zegers and Gibson like you said took this team on their back for this game and mm-hmm. At least Gibson Hope.
1: could share the load with somebody for once, right? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Gibson. Like I, I put here. That I think this is his best game of the season. Like from mm. an eye test perspective, absolutely. Uh, especially the guy put up a nine seventeen save percentage, uh, a plus one two five goal save above expected. So mm-hmm. again, you can't have a partial goal. So like two goals shouldn't mm-hmm. have, or just, like he saved two goals that should have happened.
1: Yeah, and against so, a high-powered offense like Toronto, like they're one of the the best yeah. offenses in the league, allegedly. Yeah, on paper, like I on paper.
0: well, yeah, like one of the notes I do have here is like our offense looked like Toronto's apparently, but I also have the like extra or did Toronto's defense look like ours because I was taking a look at hmm. the heat map on uh, Natural Stat Trick, and I looked at the Leafs and I was like, okay, that's pretty normal for what we see against the Ducks, right? Just that, that nice dark circle right on top of the crease in the crease, like below mm-hmm. the slot, like below, like below the hash marks, right? Yeah. We're, we're pretty used to seeing that you look at Anaheim's a little bit smaller, but it looks pretty damn similar. Yeah. So that's why I have their, or did Toronto's defense look like ours? Because, uh, Both teams just let guys walk in and do what they wanted at the top of the crease. There,
1: yeah. Honestly, I'd say it's that one because, like, we know that we have a pretty decent offense. At at least our top six looks really well. Our depth is leaves something to be desired, but it's not awful, right? Yeah. Um. But like in comparison to some of the top teams, like you can't compare our offense to our offense to say like Colorado or Tampa or Edmonton or, or Toronto. But, um. But you compare our defense with Toronto's, and there's. There, it's it's more similar than say Toronto to Colorado, which is mm-hmm. not what you want if you're a Leafs fan. But yeah, um, what uh, what else we got here? Oh yeah, nice nice pass from Derek Grant to uh, Jacob Silverberg on the first Anaheim goal there. Yeah, Derek Grant of all people showing why he's yeah, right uh, <laughs> sometimes elite number one centerman.
0: It's again. It it's I think it kind of shows what I was saying last episode. It's either like you're happy that he was on the ice in that in that moment, or you're like, get the fuck off. There's yeah. no middle ground for Derek Grant, I feel like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um and then uh Zebers and Terry, when they're on the ice together, they score. Look at what happened in overtime there. That was uh So, so
0: I, I did I did the math as well. Okay for five on five time on ice because we know the last couple of games they've been separated right terry's playing mm-hmm. with uh uh stroman vetrano there on that first line if i remember correctly uh, I um so, yeah. and terry is centering on the second Henrique and uh zegris is centering sorry oh is that sorry is that um no you said Terry. That, oh sorry okay yeah zegris is centering henrik and uh who's on that right crap i can't remember right now um, uh <laughs> or who's supposed to be there?
1: Yeah, why am I, I blanking guess. on it? Um, okay, it's different now, so we'll we'll get into the changes. Oh, a that's for, later, but
0: that's for Trano there. That's for
1: Trano there. Yeah. Alright, um, um, oh, uh, Strom Strom Terry Conflaw. That's what it is. Um, yeah, that, that's what it was for San Jose. I don't think that's what it was for. I think it was
0: for for Toronto. Or, Oh no! Uh, no I'm pretty Christ, sure it was McTavish. Terry, McTavish. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, but um, but for San
1: Jose, it, it's Comtois now. So yeah, but we'll get into but, that uh, a little later. Yeah.
0: Okay, so just five-on-five five time alone, Terry and Zegers had like five times that they were on the ice together in this Toronto game. Yeah, in this Toronto game specifically, okay. uh, totaling up for just over two minutes of five-on-five five time together.
1: Okay, uh,
0: and in that time, they had a goal only needed two minutes yeah like i get it that like i don't get me wrong i'm happy we got two (laughs) wins in a row sweet whoop-de-doo but like you know these guys work magic together i'm still like it's it's kind of the like yes we're we're a little bit up here but like you just just something needs to you can have both Mm -hmm. right it's just figuring that
1: out. Yeah, I, I think I, what's I, I think don't think they're have, going for.
0: I don't have it at least like an idea for it right offhand, but I'm just like okay, like you can it's again like you can see put, you can see the potential there. You just have to figure out like how to actually make it work. Oh shit, my bad. Um, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, I think what's what I have seen from this is like, like I, I would obviously like to see Zgris and Terry together as well, but I don't think were deep enough to make it work consistently. If we have say Silverberg or Grant like just they're heating up, they're going on a bit of a tear, then maybe we can afford to do it by moving Grant or Silverberg into the top six. But like uh, and I mean this also maybe depends on Max Comtois and how he does the rest of the season. But um I I I honestly like having them separate. Because then teams plan for having them separate, and I think it makes us a better team that way. But there's still the possib- or the option to put them together. Like, um, I'm going to talk about Edmonton again, McDavid
0: and Drysital style. It's okay. I was about to put, bring up that example anyway.
1: Yeah, like after you kill off a penalty, and then the other team's best players are resting on the bench, you put Zegers and Terry together against what'll essentially be like a, a second or third line in it more ideal matchup or you put them together when you need a, a goal at the end of the game or in overtime or end of a period or w- whatever the case might be um y- you just have those options and and it, you can even even if like say Comtois Strom Terry is not working out for say later against Vancouver when we we talk about that you have the option to move Zegrus up in place of Strom or Comtois yeah. if uh, if you need to so it's, it's definitely not set in stone. I like that we're trying to keep it apart and get chemistry that way because it's not awful. It's not Derek Grant in your top six. but um, <laughs> but maybe maybe we'll see it sometimes.
0: Um, yeah, I'd, okay. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, okay, the forwards might be working, but like, Goddamn the defense is not. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, like, when you-
0: I, I get that it's a little depleted right now. Right. Yeah. McEnine is out and Drysdale's now gone for these two games. But I'm like, even just to look at it, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're running your first pairing as Kulikov Klingberg. Mm-hmm. That's your best option here, you think? Like, this I is mean- the time <laughs> where I'm going. This is the time where I'm going, okay, Fowler Klingberg.
1: But then what? Do it. But then what? Like, then then what's your second pairing?
0: That's your, with the, with the point that we're at, that's your Shattenkirk-Benoit, I think. Or Shattenkirk-Bolio.
1: That doesn't give me a lot of confidence. And then third pairing no, but Benoit-Bolio. Does, be this, Benoit, team, but does and, this
0: team give you a whole lot of confidence to start with anyway? It does not. We've got like, two straight wins. Well, <laughs> how the roster is constructed and who is running the ship right now. Like,
1: Also, we've got two straight wins with Fowler and Kulikov paired up together, do we not?
0: Or Klingberg and Kulikov. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't know personally. Okay, sorry. Shatten, uh Shattenkirk kulikov is not the answer as uh against Toronto there five on five. They gave up two goals in just a minute of uh ice time there. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we've answered uh, our question now. Yeah. Okay, so then uh yeah okay like Sh- Shattenkirk bolio played seven minutes they did fine together interesting they're on ice expected the golden line is not (laughs) yeah they're on ice expected it's not like horrible i guess considering the amount of time that they put together it's like 0.7 expected but like
1: interesting it it could
0: be a lot it could be a lot worse but it could be a little better but like that's what that's that's a pairing that i'm like yeah okay that I'm okay with that. If that's what yeah, we have I to mean, run for it, the next little
1: while. It, it depends on, I guess, quality of competition, too. Like, if that's going up against San Jose's fourth line, then, like, it's not maybe a, a great comparison. But, I mean, if it's if it's against more quality competition and they're putting up those numbers, then I'm more okay with it, I suppose. But, um, yeah, the the goon line, I guess, because they would have had a, a fight and a yeah. m- misconduct between them against San Jose. <laughs> but well, we can, we'll, we'll get to that. We're... We gotta focus on the Toronto game. Focus. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh yes. Last uh, last thing I had here about this Toronto game is uh, this <laughs> wow. season on what is goaltender interference? Um, well, actually, before we get to the, the second part, goaltender interference. The uh, the game tying goal got called back. Nate, what do you think? Goaltender interference or no?
0: So I've actually saved it for the show. Uh, we're gonna do what we did last year and I'm gonna pull up the rule book and we'll talk about it this way. Okay. Um, as I'm pulling it up, do you just wanna like we can't show it, I guess. Yeah. But do you want to explain yeah, to everybody yeah, sure. what happened?
1: Yeah. So the so Henrique is battling with David Kampf, I believe, in front of the net. Um there for position. Kampf ends up running into Schallgren. Uh Shot's coming, and it goes off the skate of Justin Hall, who is just above the crease, um, and goes in past Schalgren. So the argument, I guess, for goaltender interference is Henrik pushed Kampf in. The argument against goaltender interference is uh, David Kampf is the one who made contact with Shalgren and initiated contact outside the crease, and the puck goes off of uh, a maple leaf into the net. So, honestly, with how they call goaltender interference, could go either way, I think. Um, do you have the rules up? Because I'm out of things to say. Yeah, I just, I just got <laughs> okay. it
0: here.
1: Sounds good. I guess... That was perfect timing, yeah. actually, because I was okay. like,
0: why can't... I? It's I was looking for goaltender or goal or like goalie, I guess, but it's goalkeeper in the rule oh, book. Right. <clears> oh, <throat> um, okay, so okay, so rule uh rule sixty-nine, nice, uh, nice. interference on the goaltender. This is coming from the twenty two-23 edition of the NHL rule book. Uh, 69.1 interference on the goalkeeper. This rule is based on the premise that an attacking player's position, whether inside or outside the crease, should not by itself determine whether a goal should be allowed or disallowed. In other words, goals scored while attacking uh, players are standing in the crease may, in appropriate circumstances, be allowed. Uh, refer to 69.7 for examples. Uh, okay, goals should be disallowed only if 1. An attacking player, either by his positioning or by contact, Impairs the goalkeeper's ability to move freely within his crease or defend his goal. 2. An attacking player initiates intentional or deliberate contact with a goalkeeper inside or outside of the goal crease. Incidental contact with a goalkeeper will be permitted and goal, resulting goals allowed when such contact is initiated outside of the goal crease provided the attacking player has made a reasonable effort to avoid such contact. The rule should be, will be enforced ex, uh, exclusively in accordance with the on-ice judgment of the referees, but may be subject to a coach's challenge. Okay. Um,
1: so, what I'm hearing is, it'll be disallowed if, <coughs> so in this case, if Henrique or the, the blob of Henrique and Kampf, if that interferes with Chalgren's ability to make the save, the goal should be disallowed. Which evidently is the conclusion they came to in this one.
0: I. I, 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 would, have, I would. Sorry, finish oh, your thing and then I have something to add. Okay. I would have
1: to disagree with it just on that premise. If. Um, because I don't think that it was a savable goal or a savable shot by Shalgren there because it's going wide until Justin Hall. Sticks his leg out to tip it yeah. into his own net, essentially. If if the shot's coming from a different angle, and because Henrique is standing there and, and pushing Kampf into Schalgren, and he's making an obvious effort to try and get over, like slide over in the crease, then yes, disallow it. But be, I, I don't think he was attempting to move, at least not
0: that quickly, you know? Yeah. So this point, here is where I, where I believe that you know it got disallowed from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If a defending player has been pushed, shoved, or fouled by an attacking player so as to cause the defending player to come into contact with his own goalkeeper, such contact shall be deemed contact initiated by the attacking player for the purposes of this rule, and if necessary, a penalty is assessed to the attacking player, and if a goal is scored, it would be disallowed. Now... By by that definition, if that's a straight on goal, yes, that is mm-hmm. for once with the NHL and goaltender interference, the actual correct call. Yeah. But like you said, that shot's going wide. Schalgren's not going for that whatsoever, mm-hmm. whatsoever, right? Because the contact, like contacts made, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. this correctly, contacts yep. made, right? and but he's still able to see where it is and it's when yeah. he moves that he bumps into him again right yeah but that angle that that puck is suddenly changing at it, he's not making that save either no way. i don't i don't think so no right so that's where if, if he does
1: it's a miracle save
0: right? yeah exactly so that's where it's okay are you going to give him that 1% chance and disallow this Or are you gonna go? You know what, though. Like, yes, there's interference there. If that's a straight-on shot, but this is a deflection off of the own player, right? It's not a tip-in by an Anaheim player by any means, right? Yeah, it's off their own guy. Yeah, that should null the goaltender interference, right? You would think, yeah. Like, like to skip ahead, like that's like saying uh, Timo Meyer's goal for San Jose. That was beautifully sniped, not by Timo Meyer, <laughs> by Jakob Silverberg. Yeah, if Trevor Zegers is in, is uh, is is pushed into the crease by Eric Carlson there, and Silverberg just lights the lamp on it, right? Mm-hmm. That that should be disallowed. On like on that side, yeah. yes, we would love it. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, is, is that? Right, like I, I get it, it's it's, yeah. it's me comparing like a, a shot or a clearing attempt to no, but deflection, right? But like, no, right? but it, I, I think it's, you're that's onto not something, the, though, it's not the original that. shot anymore, right? Yeah, as because, soon as it hits something else, yeah. that's not the original shot,
1: yeah. Because in that case, Chalgren would see Justin Hall there and. He's not worried about where Hall's position is because he's not expecting a shot or any or a tip to come from there if instead it's Adam Henrique with his stick on the ice looking for the tip, Schalgren might be moving a little preemptively to try and get himself into a position that if it does get tipped then and because it, it's more of a shot pass, then he's in position, but because it's Justin hall he's not moving there so i think I think it's the wrong call, but I mean we ended up winning the game anyways, so justice uh the hockey gods have have seen <laughs> the uh, the truth and they have corrected the wrongs of the black and white striped demons from hell. So.
0: I am just kind of taking a look to see if... Okay, so 69.7 talks about rebounds and loose pucks, but I'm not that's, that's, seeing I don't think anything... That's... I'm not seeing necessarily anything because of deflections. I might have to read through this a little more carefully.
1: Yeah, I mean you can do that, but either way, they're just flipping a coin for this, anyways. So
0: like, Yeah, so if, if you want the, I like, can still read, like the rebound loose puck situation.
1: Uh, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll we'll get to it when it comes up potentially. But okay, yeah. Um, let's lose because I I I would be very surprised if that was relevant to this specific situation. So yeah, um. But yeah, this, this season on what is goalie interference, we're not just talking about goalie interference. We've, uh, we've got bonus round, uh, consider it double <laughs> jeopardy here with uh, what is a penalty shot? Yeah, nobody knows what a penalty shot is anymore. <laughs> I've, and I mean, this has been going on for a couple seasons, but now I'm officially sick of it, because <laughs> it, it was, was it Kerfoot? I, I didn't bother to rewatch it because I knew it was just
0: Yeah, Kerfoot got me. the penalty shot. And Derek Grant did it
1: in essentially the same play.
0: Same play, or yeah,
1: identical plays. Yeah, a, a slash from a trailer into the hands, slash slash hook, whatever. And so, and it's not even like a difference of like uh, of one being a star player or not. Like these are both like bottom six guys,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, like, it's not. It, it's really weird to me. And how it's exactly the same play, and I think Anaheim was valid in trying to justify that. Like I, I literally can't even figure out what's going on here because Derek Grant should have been a penalty shot, Kerfoot should have been a penalty shot, but because of how they because they didn't call one on Der- Derek Grant, I I don't get why Kerfoot's wasn't a penalty shot either. Both should be penalty yeah. shots, but it's not one should be and one shouldn't be. You know, it's mind-boggling
0: yeah uh just to clarify as well there's actually nothing in the rule book for goaltender interference and a resulting deflection shot
1: yeah i think it's more implied yeah right so
0: so but that's something that should maybe get looked into just a uh just a little bit so. um yeah. we got marcus in the chat going quack quack what's up marcus hey um
1: yeah. Do, do, you, do you have anything else to add here? Or are you just like equally as rattled on this one?
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like the only thing I can think of like from a ref's perspective is just like positioning, right? Like whether you're in good positioning or not kind but of thing the is same. Yeah. Like and again, like I'm I'm thinking like as a ref here, I'm like, that's the only reason I could think of that you're calling it you're not calling it first and then calling it the next time. It's just like, or like a guy gets in front of you and you can't see it. Right. But in that case you try to move so that you can see it. Right. Like it definitely happens where it's just like the, like the, like the plays here. Right. And right. As the infraction happens, somebody like just in that split second gets across. Right. I've had that happen to me. Yeah. But in the, in a case like this with how like, Solid second, second and a half, right? That like um you know, like that that like the hooking ass like action is happening should be seen here. So I'm just without even actually seeing it, I'm just going like that rest out of position. Yeah. Or or he's oh, picking and yeah. choosing, which that is mm-hmm. Not a good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's a tight game like this. Like, what I, the fuck? Yeah.
1: I, I don't remember where the ref was on Grant's play, but I know with Kerfoot's, the, the ref was, like, in the zone. Like, he made the penalty shot call, like, from behind the goal line. So he would have seen, he would have had a clear view of what was yeah, going on. Yeah, he's watching that um, So it's possible that he just wasn't sure for Grant's goal, because, again, I don't know the positioning. Um, I, I guess another thing with this one, too, is there was the... Well, initially, initially I had thought, like... They didn't call it a penalty shot because he got a shot off. I don't know if that's a rule or if that's more of just, a, again, one of those implied things. But Kerford also got a shot off in that case. So, like, yeah. they were very identical in the same game, which is weird. Like, it's not even different games and different referees. It's the same game,
0: the same ref. Yeah, it's weird. It's... Yeah.
1: And especially, too, like, they have, like, this, <laughs> weird, this weird thing about not calling penalty shots. Like, there's pretty much... Probably once a week, I'm watching a hockey game of some sort. And you're sort. like, that that
0: could be a penalty shot. Yeah,
1: I'm like, that should be a penalty shot. That would be very exciting if we got to see a penalty shot. And they just yeah. don't do it. Is that not, like, would that not be fun? Penalty shots yeah. are fun, I think.
0: And, and like, the, the most common reason for a penalty shot that you'll see, right, is a player on a breakaway fouled from behind. And I'm looking at it right here in the rule book still. Player on mm-hmm. a breakaway who is fouled from behind rules 24 54 55 57 and 61 which you can double check what those are but either either mm-hmm. way right it's going to be yeah. like you're hooking you're holding you're tripping um you're, you're slashing you're everything. yes uh slash checking sure what? yeah cross check yeah. there you go yeah or check from behind yeah um probably yeah probably cross check um mm-hmm. but uh yeah like those are the, the amount of times that you see that right like There's nobody, they're not like in line with each other. The guy's behind him, Mm -hmm. right? Like technically is behind him. There's nobody in front. We should have a lot more penalty shots. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it's easier easier for the the refs to let the play happen, right? And put your arm up and then go, I can talk to my microphone now. Uh, Yeah, he's going to the box for a slash. Instead of like, oh shit, I got to pick up the puck. Tell the goalie the rules on a penalty shot that he's probably done once or twice, but because it's protocol. And uh, oh, is it really? And give this moment. Yeah, you you are supposed to explain the rules to the to the goal uh, to the goaltender. So yeah, whoever Hmm. like the like the goal judge or like the like the ref that's at the goal line there would like Mm -hmm. explain to the goalie like, okay, here's what's gonna happen, kind of thing. And then same with the ref that's up top uh, at center with uh, with the skater
1: but that shouldn't take like a whole lot because like, no but it but that's still everybody's every been effort. in a shootout right but like so like yeah. really that they could get away with just like picking up the puck and saying oh hey gibby we're doing yeah. another penalty shot thing he's going to come down on you if you poke check the puck away yeah. and it moves backwards and or you cover or it goes behind the goal line like that's it play's done Remember? Yep. Good to go. Any questions? No, because you've done this five thousand times. Move yeah. on. Like, and that's all it is. That's literally yeah. all it is. And, <laughs> and you're telling me that's w- a significantly more work than going to the skating all the way to center as that goal judge, yep. leaning down and telling them, telling the, the 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 timekeeper, this is the penalty, and then backing yep. up, turning on your mic, and saying to the crowd, this is the penalty. Or yep. I guess maybe they just do that it to the crowd because then the timekeeper still yeah really they just there. do it to the crowd I guess so like, that's, like-
0: that's the whole point or like a like a main point I guess of the signals right it's for the crowd but it's also um, like I guess like my job working for the Copperheads right I'm in the penalty box with them mm-hmm. and the refs like unless they're giving us like a couple penalties kind of thing like two or more yeah. Most of the time, if it's just like a two-minute infraction, like if it's just like a tripping call or that kind of thing, right? He'll just skate mm-hmm. by, go and just like hold up two fingers and do the action. Yeah. And then like we just grab the number and like... Yeah. Off the player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, so...
1: Easy peasy. Like So like, I, I don't know, but like neither one of those are significantly more work. So and yeah. if you're the NHL, like I think that makes things more exciting because penalty shots get clipped and they get shared on social media and yep. they get shown on highlight packages and fantastic things happen in them because you got guys like Trevor Zegers, Jack Hughes, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, like all these guys, right?
0: But mind blowing to me, mind blowing. But you know what it takes up? You know what it takes up? Ad space. It takes, (laughs) yeah, ad space and just general time, right? That's the whole reason for the introduction of the shootout, like five minutes of overtime Mm -hmm. and the shootout is because they want to keep it within a three-hour window. That's it. That's the only reason, like, until Mm. somebody's in there that goes, okay, I get the time thing, but to end a team game with the individual skills competition, right? Like, Mm. until we get somebody in with that mentality into, like, a commissioner space, um, it's not gonna change, right? Once that happens, though, then we'll probably see what, like, so many people are asking for in Mm. Continuous three on three overtime until somebody scores, right? Yeah, because that's, because we've we've that's seen almost those never going to go really more in twenty minutes. Yeah, it's yeah it's exactly. never going to go more than twenty right? minutes. And and they've done it in the like in the IIHF in the World Juniors, right? Mm-hmm. Like we just saw that. Yeah. Back in August. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, it was and you what, know what? Less than ten minutes.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If it does go twenty
0: minutes without a overtime goal and you're getting some damn good hockey yeah that's what you want your eyes on is good product is good yeah hockey that's how you get people invested Mm -hmm. in it
1: yeah i I was even going to say like then sure do a shootout like if it's 20 minutes like whatever because like a team might have a back-to-back or or whatever the situation is. But, like, there's no way. Or you just say, screw it, the amount of times we end up having to do a second three-on-three overtime period is going to be so negligible, like, once every 10 years that, like, who cares if we have to do a 40-minute overtime in game 43 of a season, right?
0: Yeah, and, like, it's not to say that money shouldn't be a priority for the NHL. Obviously, it should be. You are a business, right? But, like... To to skip ahead, I guess I I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about? I guess for this Toronto game in particular. Uh, no. Yeah, we're kind of okay. Kinda perfect. So let's get so. into the sh- let's get into the Sharks game then. Through this, okay. uh, playing on ESPN, we're playing national, right? Mm-hmm. San Jose and Anaheim on on a national broadcast. Okay, who would have thought that for this season? But sweet, we'll but, take it. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um. But uh, you know, we're we're delayed quite a bit, at least because of. Boston and Pittsburgh, which, mind you, was a very, like, it was a good game from what I gathered. And yeah. I watched that overtime because I was waiting for the Ducks game to to come on. So, mm-hmm. And you're and not going did...
1: to cut that off to start the beginning of another no. game. Like, people oh, exactly. want to see the overtime. So, Yeah,
0: exactly. So, and I did throw in on Twitter as well before anybody says, like, we're, we're in Canada. We don't have ESPN Plus or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got that there? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying now? Oh, yeah. Um, you, yeah, you're not going to cut that off, right? You have a very good game going there. Mm-hmm. But you know you're on a time crunch at this point, right? Like, yes, the tying goal gets scored with a minute left. But let's make sure we have two different ad breaks in the last five minutes of the game.
1: It's because that's when they know that, people that's are close, timing co- in. That's
0: close to one. Yeah. Like that, or like that's in like a, it's a one goal game, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you have another game coming up here, like right away. Like they're looking at their watch going, okay, are we going to start on time? Because we're waiting for Boston, Pittsburgh on the other side of the continent, mm-hmm. right? But let's make sure we get those ads in there as well. But we're, but, but, but we're so worried about that three hour time. Let, one or the other, one or the other. Mm-hmm. You, that's where you have to pick. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, because we've kind of transitioned into this Ducks and Sharks game already.
0: Once we um, finally got to watch it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, the it was a very back and 1-0. forth game, right? Yeah. The Ducks were already up one nothing by the time we got to tune into it finally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was
0: like, Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> uh, 6-5 shootout win for the Ducks. That It was a absolute barn burner there. the All 10 people there in San Jose were just having a good old time in the stands, you could tell <laughs> the, when they were paying attention. The, that I was going we're like, gonna get it. Oh, actually, no, it's the first thing, it's the first thing on people, here. Oh, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, Eric Carlson, actually, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find the attendance actually. There yeah, is a do Twitter it. Account that has it.
1: The um, you had put on here the Adam Henrique show, uh, two goals on the night, which was phenomenal to see. Uh, but unfortunately, he was overshadowed by Eric Carlson on the other side, who had three goals and an assist. Which, like, if you would have told me that was going to happen in 2022, I would not have believed you. That's right. it's wild. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, props to Carlson <laughs> there on that. Like, that's, that was a phenomenal game by him. But, yeah, that was, uh, do you have the attendance numbers here? Uh,
0: yes, I, oh, give me two seconds. I'm just making sure that this is for hockey specifically. Oh, Okay. Because when you like you're searching up uh, for like arenas or that kind of thing, it'll also show you like oh here's for concerts, and oh yeah, that kind of thing. So I'm just making sure here. Um, okay, the ice hockey attendance, and I think this might just be seats, not even like suites or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Seventeen thousand five hundred and sixty-two. Uh, Puck report NHL. Who? Uh, the Next Day always has the attendance numbers and the percentages for uh, for each home team that played. Yep. Uh, the San Jose Sharks were last in attendance uh, with 10,058 people. 57.2%. And,
1: and that includes season ticket holders that obviously that, have tickets that didn't show up. Yeah. Because there's no way there was 10,000 people. No, there's building. no way. <laughs> which, to be fair, it was a Tuesday night. Yeah. Which primetime is usually um if it's during a week it's a wednesday so it, it was a, li- tuesday, a little bit it was tuesday
0: night against like from a san jose fan perspective it's a tuesday night against a team that was sitting like what second third last yeah at the same time though that's also not only a division rival that's a state rival like that's one of your mm-hmm. biggest yeah. rivalries that you've had in the last 10 15 years
1: mm-hmm. so i mean putting that on a tuesday night is a mistake by the nhl to begin with but yeah i I mean, I guess we're gonna make they're gonna make up for it on when when is the next Saturday. So hopefully yeah. we'll we'll see some more attendance there. But yeah, that was it, it was embarrassingly quiet for Yeah. That
0: game. Just and in general, the only time it wasn't embarrassing for how quiet it was. Sorry, I'm jumping around in the game a little yeah, bit here. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, was Trevor Zegris scoring his shootout attempt. And how silent the place went after booing him his entire way down. Yeah, that was the only time where the silence was perfect.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was going so good. Above. Yeah, but the the thing that really gets me, and again, I'm on record of just being unable to handle the sharks in any capacity, fans, team, <laughs> whatever. But. Eric Except Carlson.
0: Our
1: buddy Nick Floor. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Dil- <laughs> Dylan's good as well. Our manager here, who is and he's yeah. most he's more a Canucks he's, fan, he's, but he did host that the show. Did, yeah. yeah. The those guys are all good. But like, when Eric Carlson scores the first hat trick
0: of his career,
1: and wait, was that the first
0: one? No, that can't be the first one of his career. Oh, sorry.
1: Sorry. First one is the San Jose Shark. Sorry.
0: Okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, sorry, did like, did I like, did I witness history and not realize it? Okay, no,
1: sorry, that's that's my bad. Um, I mean, it could be, but it's it's that definitely wasn't, the first right, that one was, that
0: Yeah, that wasn't me doubting you. That was me going like, shit, did I miss that part?
1: Oh no, <laughs> okay, um, but there's no hats on the ice. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, maybe, yeah. just maybe I, I was wrong and misremembered how many goals he had. Maybe the, I, I misheard the announcers. Maybe they said um, after that one, oh, now he's like, he, he's on the hunt for the hat trick in this close game, you know. Uh, so something like that. Maybe I misunderstood. Nope. A S- couple minutes later, in between plays, hats <laughs> start coming down onto the ice. And I was like, okay, so this was a hat trick goal. Did they have to, like, flash a sign or something on the Jumbotron (laughs) that said, hey, morons, throw your hats on the ice? Like, I I just think of, like, the wedding from the end of Shrek, with with the guy with the sign that says applause and then, like, (laughs) say ah, you know? Like, did somebody have to go out with a sign? And like Sharky, the mascot, have to be like, throw your hats. Do you have to take hats off somebody and be like, hey, you guys are stupid. Can we throw some hats on the ice? <laughs> yeah. That oh. was embarrassing, man. Like if you don't want to throw your hat, sure, fine. But when the entire fucking building doesn't even recognize that it's a hat trick at home. that Yeah, that's a bad look for everybody. It Especially really when it's tacked. this close of a game. If it sure, if it's like eight two for Anaheim and Eric Carlson happens to get his third goal, and you're like, this game sucks. I'm, I'm fucking over this game. I'm not throwing my hat. This yeah. is an embarrassment. <laughs> then sure, but it was a game tying goal late in the third period, and you nobody throws their hat. I I just can't understand that. <laughs> like. I'm just astounded. Like, that would never happen in Anaheim. That wouldn't even happen in Arizona, man. Because at least they pay attention. Like, what's going on in San Jose?
0: I was going to say, okay, sorry, sidetrack. Because, me, Um, have you seen any clips from Arizona? That, Like, again, it's a A 5000 read up, but that place is bumping, man. Yeah, it sounds good. That student section, especially, is going off.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's very cool. They're definitely making the most out of that situation so
0: they're trying at the, least. the they're fans trying. are for sure yeah. yeah so but yeah anyways
1: I, I got to get off this whole <laughs> hat trick thing because I've probably offended any Sharks fans that are still listening if if there are any and if you're a Sharks it's, fan it's...
0: listening to an Anaheim based podcast good on you yeah <laughs> you're a diehard <laughs> yeah
1: it's, it's it's just wildly impressive
0: <laughs> I, I I have nothing really to add like I think yeah you, you nailed it that was just embarrassing I think uh like on San Jose's, like San Jose fans' parts. Um, yeah, my but only y- thing though is like, okay, it's that much later, and you start tossing stuff on the ice. Any other situation that happens, San Jose's get San Jose's getting a penalty for delay a game.
1: Yeah, I, and I mean that's different <laughs> because, like, especially if you're the ref, you're like, oh, these poor, these poor souls, these poor fans. Like that's embarrassment enough, then getting your your team a penalty
0: right so yeah uh and mestro here uh, can't hate uh the Mullet arena no. no way yeah
1: yeah, the the mullets they gave out. And, yeah, because the the they the mullets came too. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, was, that was good. good. I like that. So, um, uh, sorry, before we move yeah, on with was... the game here, I meant to take. Uh, I meant to send us to break in between the two games, and uh, but we kind of just had a nice segue. So,
0: <laughs> I think I think you need it now, though, with uh, your rant, which we don't get that. No, no, we, don't no, get we really put don't. You off on a rant too often about it, it's. Uh, it's always I, about maybe. San Jose too. So it really is. It really is. Okay, I can't wait for Sunday's episode now. For <laughs> oh. Whatever the next rant is. Yeah. Right. This is my time off, apparently. Fuck yes. All right. Yeah,
1: exactly. So uh, just like uh, Kevin Chattenkirk here, I'm going to need to cool off for a little bit. So we're uh, we're only going to take a two-minute misconduct as uh, you hear from our friends over at DraftKings. Use promo code THPN at sign up for exclusive offers, and we will see you on the other side of the break.
0: Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Maybe you want to take the odds on Mason McTavish winning the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year this year. He has the second-best odds on DraftKings Sportsbook behind Matty Berniers of the Seattle Kraken at plus 500. And, if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Sorry, I was scrolling for a quick second on Twitter, and I came across a Sportsnet ad for uh, the NHL and Sportsnet. Right, we were talking mm-hmm. about their Prime service and whatnot. Um, this is semi Ducks related because they have Trevor Zegers' like dude moment from last year. Oh yeah, um, as like the the image. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll uh, you never know when the unthinkable will happen, <laughs> and the comments. <laughs> Or just fucking, it's unthinkable how bad your service is. Uh, (laughs) Is the unthinkable an ad in the middle of live play? Which, okay, last night's game against San Jose, did that happen to you at all?
1: It did, yeah.
0: Like two, three times where like just an advertisement Mm -hmm. started in the middle of play and then it's like, like the Mm -hmm. game feed itself is fighting again. Like, yeah. Figure that out, please. Fuck. Yeah, right.
1: That was, that was in overtime, was it not?
0: One of them was in overtime. Yeah. And then there was at least one in the third, maybe another one in the second. Yeah. Like, so figure it
2: out. It's weird. Um,
0: yeah, what games, the ones I want to watch are always blacked out. Um, yeah. Yeah, and even this person was like, nicer about it. Of all the apps I stream with, Sportsnet now may be the least functional, enjoyable overall. If you want some honest feedback, I'm happy to provide. DM me if need be, because that person just knows that Sportsnet might... Their, yeah. their PR, basically, might reach out and, oh, like, you know, DM us, like, which is, like, something uh, that, like, we're we're even, I think it was, like, last week or two weeks ago, we were learning in, like, one of my uh, classes in, like, service management. Oh, yeah. Basically, it was, like, the, like, those, like, the admins are, just, like, are watching, like, a hawk for that kind of stuff and, like, basically trying to reply with that, oh, hey, like, DM us kind of thing in, like, the first 10 minutes to basically get it off the timeline. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like how that person was even like, yeah, that, that person can, can, can reach out to me even because, like, this is like, this sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, more things about this uh, San Jose game. You, uh, uh, what do we want to talk about? I mean, it was an exciting game. That's for sure. Like, there's, we're, we're going to be picking on some more negative things here, but, like, obviously, th- there was a lot to be excited about when you beat your uh, state rival. Six five. So, um, yeah. So overall, very good. Shots were fine. Like they were even. It, it was a high shot game on both sides, and I mean, it also went to overtime, right? Forty, yeah, forty some. I don't care to look at the numbers, but that that wasn't an issue. That doesn't seem to be as much of an issue anymore because it was fine against Toronto. Fine for us or San Jose.
0: Forty-five to forty-four in favor of San Jose. Okay, so uh,
1: no concerns at all, but the things that we are now concerned about that we want Dallas Eakins to hear our voices about um well i mean this what one, this one's you more so so i'll, I'll let you kind of take the reins on this if you would like
0: yeah sure so i think we we've we've kind of seen it little bits and pieces here and there of like the the white glove treatment on the rookies mm mm-hmm. right we saw it, especially last year with uh, with Trevor Zegers, and we've seen it like here and there with Mason McTavish. I think this this season. Yeah. Yes, I do understand that we put him in the fourth line center role last night, which I don't think that's the spot to put him in third line. Maybe tell Lundstrom he's going down just for a little bit, right? Or throw Zegers on a wing. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, though, Mason McTavish only played like. Six minutes last night. The guy had nine shifts. What's the point of him being out there even if Dallas Egans is gonna play him for six fucking minutes? And like that's mm. that's that's everything, right? Like I guess he only played five on five time. That's it. Six minutes did he not
1: have any power play time?
0: No, he had no power play time. That what? is pure five on five. That is it. No, nine shifts. In a game that went to a shootout, huh? The the white did he play three on three at all? I don't think. I don't think so. Wild, that's that's questionable. Like the the white glove treatment from Dallas Eakins needs to stop. It needs to stop.
1: I get that it's the first time you're playing him at center. But, then send and, him back
0: and, down to San Diego if you want him to get more, if you mm, want him to get center reps like he did with Zgris.
1: Wait, you can't send him to San Diego, can you? Or Because mm. he's 19, turning 20. I don't think he can go yeah, to San I guess. Diego,
0: actually. Um, I, I, I'm trying to remember. It's like if it's like so many games kind of thing, then maybe. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but like, uh, but yeah, so throwing for throwing him in fourth line minutes and not even giving him fourth line minutes. Right? Like yeah. that's what's the point of having him out there? The only guy that played less in that game was John Gibson because he was sitting on the fucking bench. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, his line mates played more than him.
1: Do, do they at <laughs> least kill penalties? <laughs>
0: uh i'm not sure my screen's actually a little frozen right now okay that's
1: fair yeah you're you're frozen your camera's frozen for me oh am i yeah which is funny. okay um it's okay you look deep in thought so
0: okay that's where i'm frozen here too actually so interesting um Hopefully. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, do you want to throw to, like, a quick break, and I'll just try to reset this really quickly? I know we're in the middle of live right now, but <laughs> we, I guess we got to throw in a break here, another break at some point. I know we just came out of one. But... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> let, um, me, let me try to get this figured out here.
1: Okay, actually, before we, we go right to break, I will just give uh, some more stats here. So you can hop out, I will go full screen, and then you just okay. see Sounds you can figure good. it out. Okay, okay. Nate will be back, but I will keep the party going here. So, with... Mason McAvish, um, yeah, and and his line mates there. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out which tab I actually want to have. Oh yes, here we go. So yeah, he had nine shifts, and in that um, in that game, and his line mates also had nine shifts. I do believe it was uh, Leeson. Where did you go? Yes, nine shifts, six forty-seven. So only like. 16 more seconds than McTavish, so close to the same. Um, Max Jones, 710. So, n- again, not too much longer, like 40 seconds, but he had another shift in there. So, I don't know. Um, oh, maybe they're counting the extra shift after he came back from his penalty because Max Jones had a two minute penalty. Yeah, you look a lot better now. So, there yeah. we go. I'm um, working now. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think Max Jones had more time just because he had a penalty. So when he comes out of the box, that's where his extra extra shift and extra forty seconds comes from because he probably just joined the play. Um, that's that's my guess on that. Um,
0: yeah, Leeson. But that, yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming you that talked one, yeah. about Leeson already. So yeah, I did. He had yes. no yeah, no power player. Uh, short yeah,
1: and, and, and I mean the difference in time is very minimal between those two, but. Like when, so like when you're playing Mason McTavish with Max Jones and Brett Leeson, I think you're playing that line for six minutes not because McTavish is in the center role and you want to give him the white glove treatment. I think you're kind of doing it. Well, maybe th- that's probably a factor, but the other factor is Max Jones and Brett Leeson are the wingers, right? Like that's not anything to write home about. Like that's not that that's not a very good line. McTavish is fine, but the other two. Maybe aren't and against against San Jose, like who cares? But I I do disagree though with your I was argument that like the you only put, other
0: the only other guys that McTavish played with was probably just in the middle of a line change for twenty four yeah. seconds, Lundestrom and Grant.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what that would be. So, um, but yeah, I like I disagree with putting McTavish as your third-line center over Lundestrom for a game to get him experience at center, or game or two or whatever, because Lundestrom, Grant, and Silverberg, especially Lundestrom and Silverberg, have been phenomenal. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't put Lundestrom at the wing just to play McTavish as center, and you're not messing
0: too much with the top six. So, Or you just balance it out a little bit more, because like there, there's no point otherwise like yeah I get it that there was you know there's there's power plays and penalty kills right like Mm -hmm. excuse me like Anaheim had four power plays alone right San Jose had another three I get that I get that there's gonna be time that you're not running five on five right Mm -hmm. yeah but you also have overtime that McTavish didn't play in but like he's been sniffing around the net all year yeah. So right like yeah yeah so like it's like,
1: I, I kind I, of yeah. I, I kind of disagree with the decision of for Eakins to only play him for 6 minutes on in a game that goes to overtime. So 65 minutes he plays 6 minutes. That's yeah. 10% like that's not that's um, not right. But I I do understand that like it's kind of a product of his line. Like you're not going to play that line for like 12 minutes. I don't think I wouldn't want to. Especially with how good the other lines were playing, I thought. Um, And then when it comes to overtime, like uh, Comtois played phenomenally with Ryan Strome and Troy Terry. Like that was that was great to see. I loved how Comtois looked in that game. So like you kind of want to reward that play by keeping him quote in the the top six for overtime. Um, The the power play in overtime probably messed things up. Otherwise, McTavish might have got a look. I guess I don't know. It's
0: yeah, because like we'll, at, we'll have to at, see it, like like at five on five play though, even that line had less than five minutes of, of ice. Yeah, had yeah had four fifty one. Wait, which one The, the, the Jones McTavish lease. Oh play. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. As a line, less than five minutes. Yeah. And again, no, so like I understand that that's you not have great. Whole, yeah, like, I understand that you're not going to be playing five on five for the full sixty minutes, right? But like, mm-hmm. just that usage in general just feels. Really low,
1: (laughs) yeah. And I mean, it's to be fair, it is one game, right? Like with uh, arguably with Zegras, we saw it for way more than one game. I feel like it was like ten where he had that when they moved him to center. He had like just embarrassingly low minutes. Um, So I mean, maybe that's just the first game, just to see what happens for the six minutes there. But like, if if by next week. And by that time we'll have played four or five games, I think. Um if by that time his time on ice still looks like that, then we have a problem. But
0: yeah. If it's only it's, like
1: for a few games and then he starts to get regular third, fourth line minutes, whatever it is, then I'm not upset.
0: Because it's always kind of been like slightly up and down, right? Kind of depending on the game a little bit. So yeah. here, I'll just round up or down to like the closest, like full. Yeah. Minute, but I'll give you his full season here so far, starting in like starting yeah. in Seattle. Yeah, go ahead. 13 minutes, 15 minutes, 16 minutes, 16, 17, 16, 11, 16, 11, six and a half.
1: Yeah, so it's been fine until now, right?
0: Yeah, but it's it, like it again, it does kind of go up and down, like McTavish, who For a good chunk of this season, was playing on like first, second line. Shouldn't have only like 11 minutes of ice time.
1: Those were the games we went 11 and seven. So there was a bit more rotation of the lines. And against Tampa,
0: we went 11 and seven? I thought we did. No, because we
1: did it. No, because we did it. I know we've done it twice. Yeah,
0: that's been been the, uh, that was against Vegas and Toronto.
1: Oh. Okay. And those weren't the games that had 11 minutes.
0: Uh the Toronto one is. They're Toronto. Okay. Toronto had 11 minutes. Interesting. But, I don't know. And I and like I get that over the last couple of games as well. McTavish actually hasn't done anything since the Detroit game or since the Boston yeah. game, I guess. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, so but it's I don't know. If if you're going to go okay, here's this opportunity, like give him an opportunity. Yeah, but that's like saying like, "Hey, do you want a bag of M and M's?" And you take, and you're like, like showing off the whole bag of M and M's, right? And you're like, "Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I want some M and M's, please." And you give them one, and he's go, "That's good, that's good." Yeah, I,
1: I I get what you're saying, but like at the same time, you're not going to say to McTavish, "Okay, you're going to be centering." A fourth line, and you've never centered a line in the NHL before. So, um, but we're gonna give you twelve minutes of ice time to figure it out. He's never, so centered, a,
0: he's never centered a line in the NHL before, but he's centered it for like no. Yes, I get that. Junior, I, I get he, that he's been centered at every for, other level, but it's still different. He centered it against like against the World Juniors, right, which is the best of his age. He has centered it at the fucking Olympics.
1: Yeah. No. I. I like. I get that, but you it's you still different. He could
0: handle, the, thir- you could handle the third minimum.
1: I. I, I don't know. I. I disagree. If it's, but like I said, if it's an issue for multiple games, then then I'm more on your side of it, I mm-hmm. guess. So yeah. But I, I like I'm not ready to just castrate Dallas Eakins because he only played McTavish for six minutes for for one game.
0: No, that's fine. So. There's other things we can definitely castrate him for. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's just one where I'm like, okay, just we've seen this before, and it like yes, like in a couple of the games he's played higher minutes, sure. But you can like you can tell just kind of the moments where it's a little white globby and I just don't want to see it be white globby anymore. Because mm-hmm. remember like how much like just everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing when he was doing that with Zegras last year?
1: Well that's yeah, with that though, it was like twenty games or ten it was a lot of games I, I remember. Yeah. And it it was also weird because he was having success on the wing and looked phenomenal, and then they put him at center in reduced minutes in a reduced role, and he was still doing fine. But Eakins refused to bump his time, yeah. so that's where that's where the issue for me was. Um, in this case, like you said, McTavish hasn't done anything since the game against Detroit. Like he's—I don't want to say he's been a ghost because like he's still been a presence, but like he's—he's yeah. he's not like, what there... you, we expected from him. So like. Why would you just suddenly say, here's 12 minutes, even though you haven't done anything for the last oh. few games when you're a rookie in the NHL?
0: Okay, and I get that. But is there something that happened in the second and third period that we didn't want to risk throwing him out there? Because of his nine shifts, he played five of them in the first period.
1: I don't know. It was, what what happened in the second and third
0: that you're only playing him two shifts per period?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm not ready to. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've talked about this for a while. I, I get yeah. your point. No, I'm sorry. That, like... that is just like yeah.
0: a general kind of yeah. question because, like, I don't remember anything like significant for the second or third that you wouldn't want to throw them out there, even that fourth line out there. Right. It was fucking everybody's night to score on both sides. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um. Well, well, we'll move on from that now because I'm sure we'll have other things to say about it because Dallas Eagans is a. Fuck. <laughs> so, it, it's definitely yeah, a couple. There we go. Again, there we go. Yeah. Um, Zegers, uh got called two minutes for slashing on Matt Benning during that game. Um, now it came out today that he got also got fined one thousand five hundred dollars for it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna argue with it. It yeah, honestly it seems low to me. Either. I I would have expected five thousand for that because it's it's closer to spearing than it is slashing Mm, like I know spearing is like more of like a jab right but it's
0: the actual act I'll disagree with the the area that he went for we'll we'll put it that way he went for the dude's nuts Um, yes sure I yeah I'm not gonna argue about the Um, fine it's not I've seen that called
1: spearing I guess is what I was trying to say like I've seen that play called spearing before yeah so I, that's what I was expecting, but it's it's definitely a fine. <laughs> so,
0: Um I am just going to double check because like if I'm not mistaken, um I'm like you know how you have like your tax brackets kind of thing, yeah. right? And like however much you make depends on like your like yeah. will influence how much you get taxed. I think it's kind of yeah. the same with this as well. Kind of depending oh, okay. on how much you make, depend like because they're not going to dictate what the a,
1: maximum is.
0: Yeah, they're not going to find a guy. Five thousand dollars when he makes seven fifty before taxes and everything else, right? Yeah. like that for and for then, a guy. And then, ma-
1: yeah, and then find the ten million guy, nine, the same thing. Nine
0: fifty, right? I guess, is what he is what he makes, right? But like, yeah, yeah, you but get for a good chunk of that taken out. Yeah, but like, yeah, like f- like five thousand dollars to Zegers is different than five thousand to Fowler, right? Yeah. Just for like on ice comparison kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. um Oh okay. Uh how much how much money does a player forfeit when fined? This is coming from uh Department of Player Safety FAQs. Um a player players may be fined up to 50% of one day's average salary without exceeding $10,000 for the first fine and 15,000 for any subsequent fines within a 12-month calendar period. Okay. And you're only and this is something that I I learned a couple of years ago. You're only paid during the season, right? Mm-hmm. It's not every two weeks an NHL player gets a check. Right? It's they start to get paid in September, October, I think it is, and they get paid their 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 paychecks until April. Mm-hmm. So um so that one day's average salary is quite a bit higher, right? Which is why you get like the $5,000 fines or that kind of thing. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So. So yeah, that would make sense then why his is yeah. 15. Well, it might be, I suppose. But I don't Yeah.
0: Know. Uh oh. oh, here you go. Um Yeah, how much money Or how yeah, how much money does a player forfeit when suspended? Oh, that's, sorry, that's suspended. My bad. Oh, okay. Um but uh Oh yeah, it's, it's just using the example though, like if there's 190 days in a season, um a 3 game suspension would cost a non-repeat offender 3 190ths of his average salary. So, depending on how many days there are in the NHL regular uh schedule, right? Which we could figure out and then go yeah. through and figure out what a yeah. salary is. So,
1: well, we'll you, you can figure time.
0: out what the percentage is, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Math, math is uh math is hard. So, okay um i am i'm torn on if we should talk about our special teams here because i know we're running kind of long but um
0: power play we'll just i'll I'll wrap it up here quickly okay power play was shit again over the last two games shit The The PK, surprisingly not as bad as we've seen. Yeah, no,
1: it's fine, yeah. But, I mean, we still have allowed, for the the penalty kill, we've allowed at least one goal in our last five games, um, going back to three against um, whoever we played five games ago. I don't remember who that was. That Uh, that was Detroit.
0: uh, Oh, Detroit. Okay, I was going to say Boston.
1: Detroit, uh, no, no, Jesus there, fuck. Yeah. okay. Yeah, so we <laughs> let in three against them and then one each against Tampa, Vegas, uh, Toronto, and San Jose. So um, so it, it, it's, it, there's room to improve it, but it's not horrible. The power play, though, is rough. 0 for 4 against San Jose, 0 for 2 against Toronto, yeah. 2 for 30 on the season. Get, just take a guess. Don't, take, don't look. Guess where yeah. those two power play goals happened.
0: Uh, uh, against two, I- sorry, I should say. Oh, against who? The two yeah. power play goals? Was it Seattle in game one?
1: Both of them were against Seattle. We haven't scored a power play goal since. Fucking and
0: fantastic.
1: And also, we've given up two shorthanded goals. So our net power play is 0%. We have successfully just nullified our power play opportunities with shorthanded goals.
0: Did we not figure out the power play last year? Apparently why not. why are we regressing this fucking hard?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: Again, again, I get it. We got some new guys in there and whatnot.
1: Yeah, but like...
0: But at the same time, you've had 10 games... Or, sorry, you've had training camp, and then you've had 10 games worth of season that you're having practices in.
1: Yeah,
0: right? why did we switch there? That was wild. I don't know. That was weird. Here, I'll, I'll put it... Oh, okay, you got it. I got it, yeah. um, You've had that much time, right? Mm-hmm. Why is John Klingberg winding up and ripping shots five feet fucking past my house (laughs) instead of to a wide open Trevor Zegras?
1: Yeah, that one's weird to me. I there is like like especially last
0: night against San Jose. Like, why? Why are you doing that, Klingberg? Yeah, I shouldn't be on your ass already about how you're playing on the power play two episodes now at this point when it's only ten games into the season and you're a brand new player.
1: Again, that's got to be a system thing because. Generally, getting shots to the, the net on the power play is fine. But the amount of open lanes that are just ignored in favor of throwing pucks through traffic, looking for a tip, and then nobody tips it because everybody's in front of the net getting tied up and it goes wide is mind-boggling. So it has to be a system thing. Because we I, I've never seen Klingberg like that. Klingberg is generally good on the power play. and, and it's, So it's got to be coming from somewhere else saying... Where just get shots in,
0: yeah, and through
1: traffic. Like I just don't understand it otherwise.
0: Yeah, and and it's what we were talking about a couple episodes ago, right? Where you're like, yeah, okay, the like the power play is getting more chances, and I'm like, yeah, but they're not good chances, Mm -hmm. right? So
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's
0: not me. It's not me saying I told you so. It's just more like since I brought it up, like I'm just even seeing more yeah. of it at this point. Yeah.
1: The thing is, too, like the power play still looks like like movement-wise, it looks good to me. Like we're controlling the zone, they're moving the puck around well. It's just like the results not there. So like there's a lot of things to still be excited about about the power play that I I haven't been excited about for a few years, but for some reason the yeah. results aren't happening and at this point, it's not a statistical anomaly. It's, it's not a, it's not outlier games. It's
0: yeah, it's an extra yeah. pass or two that you don't, it's an extra pass or two that's putting you in a position to not have a great chance.
1: Yeah. Or an, or, or a poor shot. Yeah. <laughs> or a poor, not a poor shot, but like a poor uh, decision to shoot. But yeah. yeah. So something needs to change evidently. Um, thankfully, though, the Columbus Blue Jackets are absolutely <laughs> shitting themselves when it comes to the power play. They're oh. just their power play in general is a zero percent. Their net power play, which, um includes shorthanded goals allowed is a negative 8%. Oh. <laughs> how do you do that? How do you go what how far are they into the season? I don't let me. I have it up here still. They they're also 10 games into the season. How do you allow How do you get no power plays on what is it? How many opportunities do they have? What Why is it not showing this? This is stupid. This website sucks. <laughs> it's the NHL stats website, but, um,
0: uh, it's yeah. How do what? Why do why? it's up top thinking that Patrick Liney and Johnny Gaudreau are gonna si- solve all your problems? Yeah, apparently so. In all ends of the ice, when those guys are not now, no, mind you, under Daryl Sutter, Johnny Gaudreau last season was a lot better of a two way forward. Mm -hmm. A lot better of a two-way forward. God, though, the clips I've seen of him this year, though, in Columbus, like, back-checking is, like, worse than anything I saw when he was in Calgary. Not a good time. Patrick Laine is not a defensive guy.
1: No, no, definitely Whatsoever,
0: right? So that explains maybe your shorthanded aspects every now and then, but...
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, so... Yeah, Ducks are 2 for 30 on their power play. Columbus, 0 for 25. Uh, Both teams allowing two shorthanded goals. Yikes. Um, 30 is low for power play opportunities. Yeah, we're tied with Winnipeg for 24th with lowest power play opportunities in the league. LA already has 53, which is way higher than anyone else. Florida has 44, and that's a little more on par with everybody else. But Yikes. it's weird. Very weird. Anyways, power play needs to impl- improve. Penalty kill can improve, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh, let us talk about Jamie Drysdale. Um poor guy. And and and, and and of course yeah.
0: we, we talk about it for for Monday's episode, right? And like what, what time was that even that uh and I actually gave us news. Thank you
1: mm-hmm. for that. Which which I was surprised that we got as much info as we did, but considering how significant the injury is, it's hard to not come out and say what it actually is, right?
0: Yeah. Um it was so, around like noon noon something, something like that. Noon, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um early early enough, but
1: yeah, that's uh if you didn't hear, it's a torn labrum in the shoulder, which is the ligament that basically holds your um the, the ball on your shoulder joint in the socket. Um, so when that when you dislocate your arm as badly as he did, that obviously tears quite significantly. Um, sometimes you can get the small tear in it and then it just heals on its own eventually. But given how dislocated that was, I would imagine it's it, it's like detached, like two yeah. separate parts, <laughs> I, I would assume. And if you need surgery for it too and four to six months of recovery which is basically season ending at that point, that's... Yeah. It, it's significant, so...
0: Um, I'm frozen again for some reason. Uh I do have, like, the months in there that, like, he would be returning. Oh, yeah. Do you have yeah. those there?
1: Yeah, so returning March to May somewhere, four months would be March... Which at that point is basically the end of the season. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I hate, I hate, April. I
0: hate to break it to everybody. I don't think we're going to be playing any hockey in May. So uh, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Drysdale. I mean, probably we, done for the season.
1: We're. I hate to say it, but we're two and zero without Jamie Drysdale in the lineup. So I mean, it's possible.
0: Uh, don't know. <laughs> don't. Do, you're lucky Allie's not in the chat. right know. I know. Right now. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I felt safe saying it. I'm not saying I hate Drysdale. I'm just saying that uh, I, you know,
0: Ali. I will just wait for the DM. Some things just, just can't be explained,
1: DM. like Taylor Hall, the lottery ball um, specialist, Jamie Drysdale. Maybe it's, it's just something you can't explain. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe he's too good that he's you, you whole, that the other players don't feel like they. are they can contribute to the team, and now with Drysdale out, they're like, "Okay, now, now with the star gone, w- we actually have time to shine." Maybe that's the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, the Ducks are going to go on like an eight-game losing streak. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Just we're going to we're gonna
0: beat the record uh, already. <laughs> it's going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, you know what? Fucking miss Jamie Drysdale <laughs> right, right, about now."
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's Plus, tough. Thanks, Both fuck. For- we have
0: Kevin Shattenkirk, everybody. <laughs>
1: Yeah, both for the team and for Drysdale and his development. That's that's tough. Like you hate to see mm-hmm. that happen. So yeah, that
0: is not going to be a fun time. He is expected to have surgery soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just wish all the best to uh, to Drysdale there. So yeah,
1: it's. Uh, this is how I feel.
2: They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine
0: when you're not really fine. but You just can't get into it because they would never understand.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, okay. What uh what is this?
0: What do you have here? I don't know. I still can't see shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can't you, even see the outline? No, I I I can't switch tabs or anything right oh. now. So, if you want to Okay, if now you want to send us to break cuz I think we're done okay. with like game and that kind of stuff. Oh, so you yeah. want to send us to a break now and I'm going to try uh, one more time. I don't Sounds know good. what is going on. Very weird right now. Oh. So I will pick
1: our longest ad to give you time to figure it out. Here we go. This is the right. great uh, or no, let's do uh, let's do this one. Actually, um, the uh, bolts podcast on the hockey podcast network. Let's hear from them.
2: Do you want a true champion's perspective? Well, come on over to the bolts broadcast where we talk about the Tampa Bay lightning, have some friendly banter. And of course, hockey name of the day. If you pronounce it, you can get it. Anthony Nunschwander. Ah, you didn't pronounce it. Right. Was An- Anthony. Anthony Nunschwander. It's it's N E U E N. It's Noyenschwander. Anthony Noyenschwander. It... Dude, I always slept in German class, so I don't know. I don't know how you expected me to put that together. Come on. You only took it for four years. I took it for two. It took it for two years. Oh no, Jada yeah. took it that long. I, I took it for two years and was, like, asleep in all of German two. Oh, you, you, you only took it in, in uh, junior high. You didn't take it in high school at all? No. Yeah, she sent us across the hallway, and it was, like, me and, I don't know, five other people. And all we did was just goof off because it was an empty room of just us while she was too busy yelling at you guys because you guys were a terrible <laughs> class. No, I- we were in terrible class. A couple people were terrible people. I'm uh, not going to mention names. I'm not going to call it anybody in this pod. It was Chase Croshaw. Me. It was 100% <laughs> not me. Oh, boy. I know a couple of those names, but uh, yeah, it's a good point, Chase. We won't mention those here. New episodes every Monday, only on the Hockey Podcast Network.
1: All right. We are back. Hopefully Nate is uh, all good for the rest of the episode.
2: Yeah, I
0: did pull up my uh my activity monitor just to see what the hell is going on cuz this should not be happening. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Wait, um four, I guess technically five tabs open and just the audio software. This computer can handle a hell of a lot more. So, oh yeah. Yeah, so it's wild, but
1: um okay, let us uh oh yes, let's do the uh, the big energy move for this week. BD. Yeah, what do you got here. for us? Yeah, so I will uh, just share the tab with you here. Uh, nice, quick one for today, and this one. Shout out to Adidas for bringing this back. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. the The original uh, Mighty Ducks jersey here, like the Charlie Conway original Mighty Ducks District Five. Yeah, that's uh. That's good stuff. I'm glad that we uh, we can buy those again. I'm upset that the ducks won't be wearing them. I hope that at least for a warm up, you know, they can they can wear them, and then like auction them off for charity or something. Because like it, it would just be cool to see it once. But
0: yeah, it would be fun. Hi, Lauren. Hey, how's it going? And we also got Renil in the chat there. I saw that too. Ah, we were just like in very deep conversations. So. We were, yeah. Um, how's it going? And then also,
1: and then also, they got the Hawks jerseys out as well for uh, the goal. Go With these, uh, these mighty ducks jerseys, yeah, well. the
0: good old Bombay jerseys, yeah. So, um, I'm excited about the shoes because they got uh, three different pairs of shoes coming out. They have like yeah. the E5 colored, like the the green ones, they got the Hawks ones, obviously, but then they have like the OG mighty ducks, like the eggplant and jade, uh, like the wild wings sitting behind me here, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not coming out, and I'm like. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna say I'm not a big shoe guy, so like I wouldn't buy them, but they do look very cool and I potentially would. I'm trying to find the, the picture of them, but I
0: see like I actually can't. Oh, if you go back and you just zoom in there, they're in the oh okay. I
1: I'd seen like a better picture. Oh yeah, them. there there is
0: better pictures out there. But um yeah. yeah, no, like the the mighty duck, like the like the Anaheim colorway, I guess. Um mm-hmm. like I would buy those. But I'm also not the like I'm not like the I'm not the shoe guy that like literally collects them like I do jerseys, right? Like there are people who do that, Um, which uh, there's a really cool episode of uh, I don't know if you've watched like the Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum uh, series or whatever on. uh, Uh, No, no, I haven't. actually No, but uh, you should go check that out because there's like. It's like it explains like the history and whatnot of a bunch of different things. Like I watched an episode on jeans, and it's just like, oh, I, I like, I actually didn't know that. So if you you like to learn stuff, that's a, that's a, that's a fun one. I think one of the first episodes he does is about like shoes and shoe collecting and like how that became this phenomenon. So, um, I'm not one of those people. So for me, it's like I would buy those shoes and be like, I can't get these dirty. So yeah, (laughs) I, I, so I would never wear them, kind of thing. So as much as I would love. To get a pair of those, but mm-hmm. also I have like I have one pair of uh, Adidas uh, Ultra Boosts myself. I absolutely love them. Uh, the only reason I got them though is because I had a like a gift card that was like half the cost of the shoes. So that's the only reason I have a pair, even. Oh, really? So, but they are super fucking comfy shoes. I gotta say.
1: Uh, they're I'm not endorsed uh, by
0: Adidas in any way, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. You know, you're not giving the money to Kanye anymore. You can give it to me, sure. I'll take it. Yeah,
1: you. Uh, in uh, EA NHL, you can uh, also get these jerseys with what do they call it? The Fly Together update, I think. Yeah, there we go. Um, available December first. Oh no, available in NHL 23 now. The jerseys are available December
0: first. Yeah. My bad, but yeah, yeah the can, actual uh, physical jerseys are available then. So.
1: Yeah, so that is very cool as they brought that back. Nice touch for the 30th anniversary of those there. And for that, Adidas gets a big energy move. One more time. A big energy move.
0: And the third one's going to be just for kicking Kanye to the curb for all of his comments.
1: A big energy move.
0: Though it did take a little long, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, um we've got upcoming games to talk about here for the Anaheim Ducks. We will start Thursday at uh that will be in Vancouver at 7 p.m. Pacific time there. So uh Vancouver, another team that was struggling to start the season, but uh they've kind of figured it out now. They've got wins anyways, so there's that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they they got wins. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, dude, I'm like the, again, I get it. Nobody gives a shit about your fantasy team. I have Demko on two of my three teams. I yeah. am this fucking close to dropping him for some backup that like won't play as much. Like I like I'm that close to dropping him for like like Anderson or Comrie at a Buffalo. Yeah, uh, they, I I they're at least doing him, so. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Demko is literally costing me weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Vancouver won against Seattle and Pittsburgh in back-to-back games. Uh, but they have since lost to New Jersey 5-2 on Tuesday. So they're they're back and they're losing ways there. Um, no back-to-back situation uh, with them for when we visit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have a score prediction for this one here? I'll, I'll pull up our...
0: God, this oh, one's this one's actually probably going to be the hardest one yet. <laughs> Cuz yeah. I'm like Vancouver could shit stomp us. But we might also be okay against them, like
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're we're on a hot streak, so if uh, I mean, I said I was going to predict Anaheim until we won. They obviously won, but um now I'm going to keep predicting them because they're on a hot streak. <clears> so <throat> let's go Anaheim um, What do I think for a score
0: 4-2 I think 4-2 I almost want to go 4-2 In the other way just because I'm I'm taking a look at uh, Just a couple stats here Um, Vancouver's Got a little bit more Offensive drive it's really just their own play in their own. end. this could very well be a game like Anaheim San Jose was last night, um, where it's just the offensive guys are going and the defense just is not caring whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go three, two Vancouver. Oh, you're, you're going to go three, two. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I just want
1: to say, actually, because,
0: sorry, and- I'm going to go four three, actually still Vancouver. Okay. four
1: three. Um, You've also we've also got. Uh, well, you were you were getting pretty close with predictions there. You actually did get the score against Toronto. Uh, you just had the wrong team the flip, winning that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we combine our two together, and you're <laughs> there, there was that yeah.
0: small part of me <laughs> against Toronto that was like, I want Toronto to score in overtime because I just want yeah. to be right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Um, we also both got the spread. I mean, we both said three two against San Jose, but
0: six yep. five for Anaheim.
1: So we're we're getting there. We're getting there. So eventually we'll get one.
0: <laughs> Which fun fact? That Anaheim San Jose game is the only game I got right in my three game parlay last night. Oh really? Rough. I bet on Calgary and Florida to win their games. Oh, yeah. Calgary was playing against Seattle, and Florida was playing against Arizona. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's rough.
1: Uh, we got a question. Anaheim's
0: the one that I got right.
1: <laughs> we got a question from Lauren here uh, asking if we're live streaming tomorrow's game. We will not be. Um, she's also asking if Neil or Dylan will do it. let's see i don't I don't know. Um, I doubt Neil would do it. He tends to lean towards the
0: eastern games the eastern games
1: and and more specifically the devils um, yeah because
0: those are late for him, otherwise. Yeah, oh, that's not the one I want. what uh. A we will be doing another one in a couple of weeks here i think yes so sure. we're gonna we're what we've been doing is kind of doing like the wednesday games that like we would normally be doing the show but there's games so mm-hmm. we'll do the uh, watch along and then just kind of hop on after but
1: dylan will actually be doing the game tomorrow night um on oh, the a t h p and youtube channel so yeah you can definitely go check that out it's a fun way to watch the game uh dylan is obviously a, a blast he's a He's an yeah. awesome guy. If you've ever been a part of any of his streams, so uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. We'll we might uh, drop by in the comments for a little bit there as well. One of us may do it. So we'll. You know uh, what? The game it.
0: starts like for like at eight o'clock for us, seven o'clock Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, my class in, ends at 8.45. I might drop like right into the stream just to bust his balls a little bit, depending yeah. on
1: the score. I'm sure he
0: wouldn't say no. So it's oh, either yeah. going to be me dropping in to bust his balls a little bit about Demco while also busting my own because I have him in two of my three leagues. Um, or it's just going to be me going in and just going, here's your win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I might drop in for a couple minutes here. I'll cool. Just- Cool, cool. If, if hopefully he listens to this, otherwise he's going to be very surprised.
1: <laughs> I, I doubt he does, but he, yeah, yeah, I don't think he would also be upset no. about it
0: if I did. No, no, definitely not. <laughs>
1: um, the other one, we will have a, another game against San Jose, which hopefully there will be more people in the arena there. And uh, they're
0: gonna say more goals. I'm like, dude, there was 11. No.
1: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't 10, need more, yeah. Um, so they that will be the end of a home stand for them. That game is 7:30 Pacific Time on Saturday. Another primetime one there. Hopefully we can go 2 and 0 against San Jose to start the season. Uh they will be in Florida Thursday night. So, or sorry, Florida will be there Thursday night as well, but no back to back. So um Yeah, I mean I I thought we played a good game against San Jose. I thought we saw the best out of San Jose. So, I mean, if we see both of those, both of the teams, I guess, A games in a way. Yeah. Then uh, it's probably going to be pretty close. I think 5-3.
0: Okay. 5-3 Anaheim is my prediction. Yeah, let's go.
1: Let's go with that. What do you think?
0: I'm going to lean towards Anaheim. Good choice. But, oh... They might throw in Reimer, though, so it might be closer than I think. Gibson's probably going to get put in also, is my guess. Probably. Just considering you had, like, the backups, I guess, really, for both games. Yeah. Um, I will say as well. This but is you're not the... going to have that type of scoring again. Like, yeah. to have those, like, back-to-back in that short of a time span... I'm going to go 4-1 Anaheim.
1: Before you lock that in, this is the first half of a back-to-back for Anaheim where we play Florida at home the next day. Do you save John Gibson for that game? And I mean, that might depend on his performance against Vancouver because I'm assuming he gets that start again. Um. Oh, God. Uh, Does that, yeah, just just if that changes things as well? I I mean, I still would, as as much as it's a 5 3
0: game, but as much as it's Florida, this is a division game, and you got a chance at another, you have a chance at another two points ahead,
1: yeah, against a division (laughs) rival who you're probably battling it out for, yeah, so
0: on a Saturday night. Yeah, I'm going. I think you're still going Gibson in San Jose. Okay, and what did you Is say? Is my 4-1. thought.
1: Uh, yeah, that's fair. Did you say four? Yeah,
0: 4-1? I'm gonna go four two actually. Four two. Okay. Just now that I think about it. Okay.
1: Okay, and then Florida on Sunday at home, six p.m. Pacific time for that one second half of a back to back against a struggling, I would say, Florida team. If I am not mistaken, they are currently. Five, four, and one. Seventeenth in the league. Eleven points. Minus one goal differential, which is good for fifth in their division, which is just out of a wild card spot. Um, fifth in the wild card. So, yeah. I mean, struggling for sure. But whether or not that is was just at the beginning of the season, I'm not sure offhand.
0: Uh, their last five games, a win against the Islanders, 3-2, a loss to mm-hmm. Chicago, 4-2, a loss to Philly, 4-3, a win against Ottawa, 5-3, and then a loss to Arizona,
1: 3-1. And they, they play w-
0: San Jose tomorrow.
1: And they will play LA on Saturday, so we'll get them on the second half of a
0: back-to-back there too.
1: That's tough. Because especially because the team looks so different. Um, If you don't remember, they got Kachuk um, from the Flames, Matt Kachuk, um, and gave up Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Wieger to do so. So um, it's debatable whether or not they got better with that trade, maybe more offensive but less defensive. So, uh, Bobrovsky and Knight are their goaltenders, which are a fine tandem. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect from this.
0: I'm going to call 3-2 Florida.
1: It's going 3-2 Florida.
0: Because they're playing L.A. the night before, that will be a little bit more of a challenge for them that they'll have to put a little bit more effort into, right? Kind of gas yeah. the next day then. We we saw that with Toronto, right? Yeah, but I still think... Florida has more going for them than Anaheim yeah. does even. Mm-hmm even being on the second half of a back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, 3-2 Florida? Yeah. yeah oh, sorry, but, I guess we
1: can't... Yeah, sorry, I took this off. Um,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll go 3-2 things, Florida.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, oh, God. Am I really going to predict five Anaheim wins in a row? I, <laughs> like... Against Florida? Like, I'm a... I'm hey, there's crazy. To there's crazier things, things you could do, man. Is this not when we went on our hot streak last season? Was like kind of end of October, beginning November. Fuck it, I'm doing it. We're going to do it. Yeah, because their last one was a win. I'm, I'm predicting the wins until we do an episode
0: where they have recently lost. <laughs> there you go. So um, we got. Uh, oh, sorry, we got Andrew in the comments saying hi. Hey, okay, Andrew. What's up, Andrew?
1: Andrew, help me out with my prediction here. (laughs) What what's the score going to be if Anaheim is going to win against Florida on Sunday night?
0: Andrew uh, is instead telling you about the World Series. Houston won with four pitchers as a shutout. The Phillies five nothing. Should I just go five nothing for Anaheim? Jesus Christ,
1: (laughs) (laughs) is that is that too ballsy? Um,
0: If you're going to be ballsy, you got to go balls to the wall, dude. Yeah, I guess. And 5 I'm not telling that, you how to so. live your life, but again, we've seen <laughs> crazier things. Yeah. That are Ducks-related. So,
1: I'm predicting 4-2, 5-3. You're saying 3-2. Andrew says Ducks 6-3. Against Florida? Okay. Is that unheard? Is that impossible? I don't think so. We scored four goals against the Rangers. We scored... You know we're a comeback team. If 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 it's a comeback, and like an empty net or two, six three's not impossible. I'm gonna do it. Thanks, Andrew. Six
0: three. I'm checking some goaltending stats here really quickly.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little bit easier to stomach than five nothing. So (laughs) we'll see. Let's have some fun with that. I'm I'm done trying to make realistic predictions for now. (laughs) Apparently, so
0: if the Anaheim Ducks manage to get six. Past the Florida Panthers. I will be very surprised.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too, but pleasantly surprised, obviously. Yeah, so.
0: they are splitting Bobrovsky-Knight pretty close. Knights played four games, Bobrovsky this other six. Bobrovsky's a negative 1.2 on the goal save above expected. Knights a 0. .6 above. Excuse me. Knights running a 5.3. 3- or 2.53. Sorry. Uh, goals against average. Bobrovsky's at 3.06. Okay. Huh. And what was your prediction there that you went with? 6 3. As per Andrew. I can see that being the flip.
1: Okay. Well, I'm still going Anaheim.
0: But yeah, it's that's, your that's pick. What, so. That's what
1: Andrew said. Yeah, we're, we're yep. doing it. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. Go for it. Says, I just
1: hopped in to say hi and a like on the stream. Now Thanks, I'm bud. heading to bed. Awesome. Sounds good, Andrew. Thank you for stopping by. Much appreciated. Um, okay, what else we got here? Gulls update? Can briefly do that. Yeah. I feel like we got to do quacking. Infer- we got to do some sort of sound effect for the gulls. What do we have here? Hmm. Yeah,
0: mine, bad. mine, mine, mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll add that. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Let me write that down. Um, Nate, yeah, I'll, I'll do that while I do that if you want to give us the update here.
0: Yeah, sure. So over the last week, the San Diego Gulls played three games, one uh, against the Colorado Eagles and two against the Abbotsford Canucks. Uh, against the Eagles, they won 4-3. Nice. Uh, first game against Abbotsford was a 7-3 loss. Uh but it's a- no, <laughs> no, 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 no! But it's okay because they found Boo and won 3-2 in a shot in a shootout the next uh, game there against Abbotsford. Uh currently putting their record at 3-4-0. Oh. Uh they have four games uh before our next Wednesday Damn. episode there. Uh tonight against Bakersfield. I'm not sure where that game's at right now. Uh the, against the Bakersfield condors there. Uh Back to backs on the fourth and fifth, I think it's uh, it's Friday, Saturday uh, against the Milwaukee Admirals, and then Tuesday the eighth against the Henderson Silver Knights. Uh, with that three and four record, the goals are currently sitting seventh in the Pacific Division, uh, technically tied for sixth with Colorado, but they lose the goal differential. Um, your top five scorers right now. Um, Nicholas Bruliard leads the team with 10 points in seven games. Uh, Rocco Grimaldi and Daniel Regan have eight points in six and seven games respectively. And then Glenn Godden and Braden, Braden Tracy have six points in seven games each. Uh, Glenn Godden also just being called up to the Ducks uh, yesterday, I believe, or two okay. days ago. Uh, Pavel Regenda being sent down.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I missed that because I I just saw that here that uh, Pavel Regenda actually um, is uh, got a goal tonight against the Condors, assisted by Drew Hellison and Rocco
0: Grimaldi. It's amazing what happens when you actually play a guy. Yeah, right. I mean, he goes out and does something. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's uh the the score is three oh three two now. Just updated two minutes ago in the third, so it was three one, but the goals uh. Just scored off of uh, Bo Grew. Uh, put it into the net there. Um, there you go. From Jacob Perot and Danny O'Regan. An empty net goal? What the hell? That doesn't make sense. Calvin Pickard off. Yeah, the AHL is actually interesting because it tells you when the goalies come off. Interesting.
0: Was maybe, oh, yeah. a
1: del- maybe a delayed penalty and it was put in their own net, we're gonna have to look into that one, yeah, because <laughs> that's that's very interesting. What happened yeah. there?
0: How you get an empty uh, net
1: goal when you're down 3 1.
0: Yeah, interesting. Oh, wait,
1: they just took it off the board.
0: Okay, Ali might be able to update us here. Uh, who chimes in quack quack or squawk squawk gulls? Yeah, what's uh, going on in the gulls game, right now? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're we don't have AHL TV, so we're not able to see like what's actually going on. Do you, do you know what's going on? Uh, as we're waiting for Allie there, uh, goalie stats Lucas Dostel's still leading with six games played before tonight, uh, 3.71 goals against average and a 8.85 save percentage. Ole Ericsson Ek has three games played, a 4.55 goals against, and a 8.61 save percentage. So, goalies are still struggling a little bit down there in San Diego, but um, I mean, I guess when you see games like seven three to Abbotsford, <laughs> it yeah, <makes> right. sense, <laughs> but,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to compare because our context is mostly the NHL, right? So yeah, um, so stats are a little, or average stats are a little different, but still, not good. But, yeah. Oh, she's not watching tonight, but just got the updates. Okay, we're gonna have to find out ah, what okay. uh, what actually is going on because that it's it's got to be a weird situation for yeah for you to score an empty net goal when you're losing in a game. Yeah. At the in the
0: dying seconds, but very uh very interesting. So, yeah. Okay.
1: Um. Brief. What's quacking here? We got a a clip, and then we will wrap up the episode.
0: Oh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Actually, we got two clips because I couldn't okay. pick which one I wanted to go with, but both right. come from last night's game against San Jose. I'm able to show these ones. We should not get flagged for them. YouTube. ESPN, we should not get flagged for these ones because you fuckers posted it on your TikTok account and that's where I grabbed them. Ah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to, you know, use this What's Quacking segment just to appreciate our boy Trevor Ziegris, who was mic'd up last night. Uh, so this first clip is just, you know, him throughout the game here. So here you go. Ah. I got G. I'm
2: ready! My tooth went into the glass.
1: Yeah! Ah! There we go! That screams in celebration. There we go! <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah, so just just this first one here. Yeah! I got G. I'm ready! Squirts as, bio
1: steel into his face.
0: <laughs> as, as soon as I heard the I'm ready, I just thought of Spongebob. <laughs> I'm ready. I, I can't do it as much, but, but like that's yeah, just what yeah, I that, thought of yeah. right away here. So, and then uh, the other clip that we got is uh, him talking to the backup goaltender for San Jose uh, during this game, oh, James this Reimer. Um, this is just Zegers. He's hopping onto the bench and uh, starts talking with uh, with Reimer, who's just separated by a pane of glass between the two of them. Oh, James. Because I hit you, you're upset. I'm 130 pounds. 75. <laughs> <laughs> I love rhymers.
1: Are you like, <laughs> like, he actually believes him for a <laughs> second? He's <laughs> like, I mean, I guess this kid could be. <laughs> but I like how he just like gives him the sto- like just the cold shoulder. He's like, oh hey, and for then he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I'm not talking to you. Like, why would I talk to you? And then he's just like, are you upset because I hit you? He's like, dude, I'm 130. And then rhymers like. Oh. Okay, yeah. now now I gotta ask. Like,
0: <laughs> and you might not even have been like intent, like intentionally even getting him the cold shoulders. So maybe um, yeah. I uh, okay. Fortunately, during my uh, lacrosse days, I wasn't on the bench too often. But I do got a good story from sitting on the bench, being like kind of actually in Rymer's position, like right, like just having the pane of glass separating the two benches there. Mm-hmm. So we're in. Uh, we're in Fort Saskatchewan for provincials, which is like state championship. And uh, I was, oh, I was off because I had taken a rough shot to the hand. That's what it was. So I was mm-hmm. icing my hand. And uh, anyway, watching play, and one of Fort Saskatchewan guys uh, got, like got hurt, went down, kind of thing. Play gets blown dead, and out comes their trainer, who is smoking hot. <laughs> just saying <laughs> she runs out there and all the like a couple of the guys on our bench like, oh like she's coming to get you she's coming to get you right and guy gets up and she's bringing him back and everyone's you know like tapping sticks or that because you know like when a, when a guy gets hurt and he gets up right like mm-hmm. give him like the like the, the, the clap of like yeah good like, good job for getting up or whatever mm-hmm. there's a little bit more coming from our bench though. And separating like with the pane of glass is one of their top forwards and their assistant coach, and like they're kind of like chuckling, and the the coach turns to me, he just goes, "Yeah, we get that a lot," <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just both, like we're like we're all just kind of talking for a second there, like as they're kind of getting ready to get going again or whatever, and. I'm just like, yeah, I kind of like Im- kind of imagine that. And he's just like, yeah, the amount of chirps that we get or whatever. And I think it was like a guy like two down. It's like, yeah, it's my fucking mom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we were just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, good times. So, yeah, when, when yeah. you're on the bench, it's it's all it's all fun and games. It's
1: all fun, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, like... I, you, like you it, got, it's got to be
1: when you're, like, the backup or, like, in your position. You're yeah, like... You, your hand. You, like, when you you're gotta... just sitting there not part of the game, like, you have to have some fun.
0: Yeah, you got to... Like, you got to be ready to go, but, like, you're going to drive yourself crazy if you're just, like, sitting there waiting to get in, right? Because most of the time, you're not going to, right? Yeah. Um. But, uh, like, I know there was one game that... uh it was, a, it was a buddy of mine it was like heading, uh, he's like heading up to his seats or whatever. And, uh, we were just kind of like talking for a quick second. Cause there was no pane of glass, like between the bench and the spectator area. Mm-hmm. And like, we we're just kind of like talking for a second as he's sitting there and he just goes, stupid question. You want the rest of my poutine? And I'm just like, yeah, fucking hand it down here. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like an eighth of a poutine left like a like a couple bites kind of thing but they're just like eating, eating poutine on the bench my dad was arch like was our team's trainer right and i always sat like the same like by did the other same door that did that the other he was. team chirp
1: for that and like give a little No, more my, my, dad, my dad's, dad? dad's not
0: that good looking so uh <laughs> or as as that uh as that as trainer. that trainer i yeah. guess so but gotcha. uh yeah, but he, like, he even kind of starts chuckling because like, like we were always like if I was on the bench, we were always beside each other because I would just be at whatever end. He was always on the defense door. Mm. So and I was always at the defense door. Right. So I'm not like having to go across farther to get into the net if I had to go in kind of thing. Yeah. And like he's, he's he's like, you fucking eating poutine right now. I'm like, yeah. I'm like like, I think for that game, I'm like, we're up by six. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I have to go in, like it doesn't matter yeah. if I'm a little slow. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'm like, it's like four bites of poutine. It's fine. Uh <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Yeah. All right. Well, that will wrap up this episode of the quack report. We will be back on Monday to talk about, I guess the three, the three games already that we already talked about here. Vancouver, San Jose, and oh, I guess not Florida. Um, no, we won't be talking
0: about Florida because that's later that night.
1: Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, we'll have the two games to talk about there. Um, and uh, as well as, I'm sure, a lot of other stuff going on. So, we uh, yeah, we'll see you on Monday back for our regularly scheduled episode, which will be out uh, on YouTube. And the same time, it goes out on Apple Podcasts and Apple Music. Or not Apple Music. Apple Podcast and Spotify yeah. um, as well there. So, But in the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, um, you can do so on Twitter at Quack Report Pod. Um, and on Instagram and on YouTube and on Twitch, all at Quack Report Pod there at Hockey yes, We got the, the
0: YouTube handle this week. We do. We do.
1: Yeah. Uh, Nate, if people want to uh, commiserate with you about how little Dallas Eakins is playing Mason McTavish, where can they do that at?
0: <laughs> you can do that with me uh, on Twitter at Tate Nomas, T A T E N H O M A S cool
1: and it seems quite unfair that Nate gets a uh, bench poutine so if someone wants to bring me some uh, <laughs> some leftover poutine um, we can we can sort that out on Twitter at Carter underscore Pots come out to the Copperheads this weekend come out to the Copperheads we'll get you some poutine Ooh, that sounds good all right go to go